Greetings, Stowaways. This episode comes with a content warning for discussion of trauma and abuse. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, Evaporation Bellicom, Sam, mm. Condensation Burns, <laughs> which is an odd combination of words, and yeah. Ellie, Consolation Sparrow. Today's three has been provided <laughs> by Cora uh, at the C4 from Twitter. Standing fan of the show. Oh. Cora is our favourite bird lady. <laughs> so, a needle-pulling thread, love, a needle pull so, tea, a drink of jam and bread, that would bring us back to... <laughs> no. 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 I'm compelled to do that every time you start it. Like, I can't do half of it. Um, so, a thing happened, stowaways... I was on a Wizards of the Coast stream. (laughs) You'll probably already know that by now, but in our reality, you know, where we're in a different timeline, time period, other time... I'm really tired, I'm sorry. Um, Future Jason will probably have told you about this by now. Yes. If he hasn't, then we'll be have beeped out Ellie saying, Wizards of the Coast... Yeah, and Adventurers Wanted as well, that'll be beat too. But to be honest, it won't because they've just released episode three and I'm in episode six, so I think we're probably good. Yeah, we're currently six weeks ahead, so we should be fine. They had me on their show, it's called Agents of the Nine Hells. You should go and watch it if you haven't already because it's it's genuinely really good. They're really great. They're a wonderful group. Honestly, check out everything that they've ever done because they're just just great. They're wonderful. Yeah, and they were really lovely, and I got to be a little golden elephant with wings, and it was Mm. the most fun. Muriel. Muriel the elephant. She was comically old and had no idea what was happening, which was my way of dealing with not really knowing the setting particularly well. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's there's ways of dealing with that guy. Just make make a character that has no fucking idea what's happening. (laughs) On the subject of dealing with ignorance... Future Jason, why don't you alleviate our ignorance by communicating to us what messages from the present? It's Future Jason with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Modified Roll during the break. In today's messages from the present, we just got back from Dragon Meat and we're really, really tired. Back to you, past Jason. Once I had a dream that I was a pig living on a farm. Oink, oink, oink. If anyone gets that reference, fucking tweet me. <laughs> Seriously, I want to know if you got it. I don't know, know if, if I said it. that right. You did. You said it exactly yes, right good. because I've watched that video many, many times. <laughs> if you got that reference, I love you. You're my favourite. Let's be friends. <laughs> and I guess on the subject of friends, friends, Aww. woo, friends. but slightly less friends than last time. Oh, it's time for us to begin, Flintlocks and fireballs. 
Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, after much ado... <laughs> <laughs> About the nothing. party is reunited. <laughs> Much ado about everything. <laughs> After, a, for a time, your fellowship was broken, and Aww. then reunited Aww. with the aid of new members who have recently passed on. They're not dead. They've they've just passed on to a different part moved. of the story. <laughs> they've literally yeah, passed. Onwards on a ship. One of them was dead, but they got better. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> this is, uh, incidentally, um, this is probably going to be the start of a new chapter. Uh, so anyone who's just jumped in and is listening for the first time, if you'd like to know what was going on with that, go back to the start of the previous chapter or listen from the start, whatever floats your boat. Welcome. Sp Hello. Hello. Speaking of Hi. floating boats, however... You have Ooh. returned to the port of Dulay, about a day's journey on horse or horse-like creature back from <laughs> the capital of Alessant. The Sulian Revolution has been in full swing. However, there are signs that the turbulent state of government may finally be about to stabilise. The party managed to broker a treaty between the monarchist South and the Republican North, uh, arranging a constitutional monarchy in which, with a number of necessary concessions, they believe they've managed to broker a peace which will allow Saul to turn its attention to the Crown Coalition, uh, of various countries attacking from the north to attempt to restore the absolute rule of the monarchy. Not that this has been without its hiccups. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, it is the evening of the third of full bloom, uh, 1786. No, 19, 1798. 1787, something else happened. Actually, quite a lot of things happened. It was a full year. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as years I'll want to do. Uh, so, it is it being late in the evening, uh, sunset having just passed, various crowds of sailors and dock workers are moving towards the... Uh, are moving in the in a general hubbub towards the various taverns and inns. What business uh, do you have? Do you, is there any particular business you wish to take care of before you get hold of a room and retire for the night, potentially? 
So where are we now, Delay? You are now in Delay. Um, I'd like to find a bank and put Quillena's whip in it. Okay. That's the main thing I would oh, like to do. Oh, that's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> On a related note, actually, um, somewhere I would like to find to sell this adamantine rod. <laughs> okay. Mm, good shout. Uh, well, the bank is easy enough. You don't need to roll for that. As you make your way to the squat stone building that is the local branch of Golden Kratz and Guildenstone. I um, hate this place. <laughs> I know, they're so creepy. They're all <laughs> creepy. They're all the same and they're all creepy. Yeah, why are they all the same on the inside? It's like somebody just picked up the same building and moved it into whatever city. <laughs> is it the same building, do you think? Maybe. We've never been to more than one at the same time because that would be a physical We should do that. So it could be. How? <laughs> How can it be everywhere at I'll, once? I'll go to another town, you stay here, and we'll both walk through the door and see what happens. Oh. You... No, c- come on, that's ridiculous. It would be so crowded it wouldn't work. Also, imagine if you came out the wrong place. I don't know. I feel like it must work on like dreamfold logic or something, you know? Just doesn't feel point. like a real place, causing. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but oh, you no, push that's, open. That's scary. <laughs> push open the door and head down into the quiet stone uh, vault, after a fashion, that is Golden Kratz and Guildenstern. Descending Jeffrey, behave down. yourself. <laughs> Descending down past the vaulted stone arches that lead down into the undercroft. It does indeed have a very similar layout. There are a number of comfortable cushions laid out for people to uh, to sit on on respectable looking wooden seating and the chambers are lit in the traditional dwarven style in places with uh, glow cap bowls although here and there there are also some small candles which provide a little bit more warm colour to the chamber a dwarf uh, approaches you in a dark outfit. Good evening. Hello. Uh, I'd like to deposit something. Of course. Um, Do you have a pre-existing account with us? No. Actually. Do I? Do I? Out of character. You do not. Causin is the one who has the pre-existing account. Yeah. No, it's got to be in my name. So we can arrange for a deposit box if you'd like to store a specific item. Um, Can it be picked up only by a specific person with specific permissions? Can that is entirely reasonable. Fantastic! I'd like to do that, please. Excellent. And will you be paying, or will the collector be? I'll be paying. Very good. Although that would be hilarious. It would mm-hmm. be really funny, but I feel like it'll piss people off. <laughs> it's not like the cat More than, it. I mean, they did say they're going to kill you. I don't know that you can get much worse. 
but you do have a point. Also, but if they send a messenger that doesn't have a lot of money, that yeah, be such no, a stupid you're right. reason for it not to happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the because while she has money, the messenger doesn't necessarily. Oh, that's true. Uh, the dwarf uh, indicates for you to follow him mm. into a separate chamber. This uh, room is laid out with a polished wooden board table, little chandelier with candles burning above to light it up. And you notice um, the walls are covered in beautifully varnished cork. Hmm. As it, uh, and in fact, as he opens the door, you notice a very thin layer of what appears to be uh, some sort of dull grey metal that you recognise as lead in right. between the cork. So the cork is soundproof and the lead is magic proof is what you're saying. Yes. Oh dear. I just I messaged to Scamp using the message spell. I just feel like we're taken down here to be killed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, but I just hey, feel like taking could... us to a soundproof room where nobody will hear us scream. <laughs> but maybe we'll kill them first. I mean, they'd have a hell of a fight on their hands. True. True. Jeffrey's very strong. He is. And Corson still has <laughs> all of his list. weapons. <laughs> oh, yes. You've not been disarmed or anything. He's just calmly led you into this room. Uh, and he actually goes in first and uh, indicates for you to take seat at the comfortable seating. <laughs> I'm so paranoid. And then goes and closes the door. Right. If you'd like... Okay. Uh, so, the item in question. How long would you like us to hold it for? Um, at least two weeks. Not. Possibly three. Let's say three to be safe. All they, right. They'll probably come in two weeks, but a bit of extra time never hurts anyone. We'll put this down for two months just to be safe then, shall we? Yes, why not? All right. And you'll be wanting... Of course, uh, nothing will be providing, uh, I think, uh, I assume you'll be wanting standard layers of security, so of course contained within our vault, but uh, for your reassurances, he says, looking between the three of you, our vaults are classically lined with lead. Mm-hmm. In addition good. to That's good briefing. to know. Might That's still give you the lead box case. because I think that the person taking it will also want one, so I'll leave it in the box that it's in. That is right. quite understandable. I do not need to know what the item is. Fantastic. That's very helpful. Uh, good, because it's super kinky. What happens if <laughs> no one collects it? <laughs> if what? no one collects it at the end of the time, then we will make our best efforts. We will hold it for up to one additional month, during mm -hmm. which time we will make our best efforts to contact you at whatever forwarding address you leave. Okay. Um... And if in order to arrange future payments for it holding it or be... for it to be returned. Hang on. Out of character, where's our boat? Your boat is currently being built in this uh, town. In delay. 
We'll we be have back like a... here within within a month. Is it all right if I just come and check if anyone's got it before that? Of course. Fantastic. That would be lovely. So, make some note. Uh, I do have to ask you, for the purposes of security, uh, the item you're asking to hold. Is it currently wanted by any armed or dangerous individuals or organizations? Uh, yes, loads. <laughs> Is that okay? Note <laughs> Does that cost extra? Makes a small note on a pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will be taken into account. All right. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't mind paying a bit more. That's all right. I'm going to ask you to... Uh, I'm going to give you a series of categories and I'd like you to say yes or no as okay. to whether the uh, forces looking to collect this item other than the intended recipient are on this level of threat. Okay. Is, is it of a level equal to a single person uh, trained in the use of weaponry? Yes. Is it equal to a single person trained in the use of magic? No, probably not. Well, I mean, maybe. it. They is, might have employed someone who can use magic, so let's say yes. Okay. Would you say that this, that the figures looking to gain possession of this have, uh, suf- have sufficient uh, resources to put together the equivalent of threat of, say, a band of mercenaries? Yes. Would you say that they have sufficient power to field a small army of mercenaries. Uh, I look at the other two. What do you think? Crawson says, well, for the purposes of up here, yes. Is this wanted by a sovereign nation? No. No. Or by an entity capable of commanding the resources of a sovereign nation. <laughs> Out of character. No, no, no. That's <laughs> that's a level so. too high. Uh, no, not not quite that bad. Okay, so this will be category two then. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is this item desired by any dragon? No. Excellent. Okay. Only a bit super kinky. <laughs> just nudge them. The dwarf does not so much as bat an eyelid <laughs> at that. All right. Okay. Celestia's getting super giggly and weird at this point. In which case, this will need to be trying and it need and the item needs to be picked up here. Uh, yes. Um, okay. I said that I'd leave it under my name. They will have permission from. Um, Empress Ariadne of the Underdark should be a messenger with an official seal or similar. I told them to pick up a box for Celestia Stardust. Pauses a moment. Continues writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then. If uh, they don't have permission, obviously, please don't let them pick it up. Okay, so we'll be looking for sufficient authority to classify as a member of the Ariadnean Imperial Guard or the Empress's household or the or the authority of the intercessor of Arachne. Perfect. All right. 
this will uh, require a holding fee of 50 gold crowns. That seems completely reasonable. I hand it over. Thanks. Actually not bad for what it is. <laughs> I'll also require, in terms of piece of paper round, I'll require your signatures, seal or mark, should you wish to retrieve the item again at a later date. I've, if it I've not got papers, will that do? Examines the, takes the papers, makes some notes. I also require your signature to yeah, compare that's fine. should you come to collect it again. Um, uh, if you could also you leave instructions for them to keep it in the lead box, that would be great if okay. you wouldn't mind. Quintine, Just a note. Keep in lead box, understood. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, do any of the interested parties other than your intended recipient know where, that it is being kept here? No. It's been in the box the whole Isn't time, it? so they haven't really had a time, a way to detect it. Will you? But they might have been watching you come here. Uh, they might have. The they thing. might have scribed on his coming here, possibly. Understood. So, okay. yeah. so maintain protections. Maybe. Finally, uh, will uh, should you need to collect this again? Will do you believe that your signature will be sufficient, or would you like us to take a drop of blood from you to compare your blood magically to that drop of blood? Take a drop of blood from me. Okay. <laughs> takes a produces a small glass syringe. Takes Ow. a tiny drop of blood. Wow. Blood. Seals it. My signature and my face. Did we just have face magic happen, or didn't we? Just saying. Okay. Please be aware uh, that this may uh, that this may result in a delay on collection of up to twenty four hours, while a mage capable of doing a comparison is uh, is acquired. Great. All right, that is all taken care of. Uh, if you, as you do not have an account with us, we will require the payment in cash. Oh, I, I give it to him. Yeah. Excellent. This, I will t take this directly down to the vaults now. Thank you. Uh, is that us done? That is you done. Thank you very much. That is quite all right. Have a lovely day. You too. Door picks up the box and leaves, leaving the door open. Hardly. <laughs> like, let's let's go. <laughs> let's go immediately. That was deeply unnerving. You step out into. Yes. <laughs> into the uh, evening town. I'm... Well, I feel unusual. Yeah. I know giving them a drop of my blood sounds dodgy, but also, like, we literally just had a whole fiasco because of fucking face snatcher potions and shit, so... I know, I know. I, it's just... What are they going to do with that now? Know. I mean, in the circumstances, I think you probably made the right call, but I just like don't say, want Quillenna getting an old fucking hairbrush of mine, making a face shifter potion, you know, scrying on me to find my signature, and then going in like, "Hello, yes, Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. I'm here to collect my package." Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Which she would do. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't saying. doubt that she would do that. Speaking of which, uh. What do you two think? Is it time to scry on her? And maybe Adrian? I think yeah. uh, pretty soon, yes. Uh, just, we're about to hit 
a giant city where she knows that we have business. And I'm Yeah. Let's let's find out paranoid. I'm really paranoid. Shall uh, we get to a um, secure and private location before we do that? Yeah. yeah um, let's do that. We need to drop in on Benny at some point. Is that something to do we today do. or wait till the morning? Oh, we could I don't know if they'll still be working. If I know Benny, then well, we could at least just drop by the um, uh, the berth where the, the the ship's being built. Out of character. What time is it? Uh, it is based on the time of year. It's like by the time you're finished with down below, it's coming up to eight o'clock in the evening. Mm. That's not super late. No, it's not crazy late. I mean, we could. We'll pass by there on the way we, to if, yeah. if there's any uh, metallurgists still open. Yeah, I was just wondering if we should do all the scary stuff first and then take Benny for a few drinks because she's great. Uh, well, that actually <laughs> sounds really good. Yeah, just do all the harrowing stuff and then have a nice time. That's true. Although, um, we'll have to find out um, where she's staying while she's here. Unless I she's staying on the ship her. itself. True. Yeah, why not? I don't think she'll uh, be anywhere okay. sanctumed. So if we find somewhere to... You want to sell your thingamajig. Yeah. Um, find ourselves a room in a pub. And then send what? a message. This is a potentially very valuable piece of metal I've got here. But I've got no immediate use for it. And no actual cash currently. Mm, no, that's fair. That's unless, a fair bit. Unless Bunny can make a... Like a figurehead out of it or something and it's only like I'm, I'm uh, writing saying Jason it's about like you've, you've literally 10 inches size long. Of a HB pencil yeah oh the yeah, HB pencil pretty yeah. small figurehead <laughs> not gonna exactly. see it from very far away super tiny <laughs> you might well, be able to it. mount Don't it on the, uh, the front of a uh, uh, a ship's mast <laughs> just like have no, a little need a adamantine rod sticking out one of the nostrils or something <laughs> <laughs> Let's go find somewhere to sell it. All right. Very good if you were ramming something, but you probably want something the size of a battering ram. <laughs> I mean, you just just tip the very edge with it, uh, end yeah. with it. It'd set you back quite a lot that much adamantine, darling. I'm <laughs> sure it would. Anyway, we'll go and okay. uh, talk to the expert about that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, actually, can I have an investigation check from you, please? Uh, you can help. You People help? can assist with this, so yeah. 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 Okay, we're me. gonna look around. So I guess causing with advantage? Yeah. Okay, uh, causing, can you roll with a uh, roll investigation with advantage then, because you're leading the charge? Certainly. That is a 19. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Uh, Alright. I'm going to think about this for a moment. You do a little bit of searching around. The There are metallurgists uh, in... The, in delay and most of them well most of them are shutting down for the night uh and you make a few discreet inquiries as to someone whether you know whether there might be a metallurgist interested in acquiring uh a small quantity a quotation marks small uh <laughs> quantity in the sense of a small fortune uh in adamantine and you do get uh, several uh, responses, mostly from uh, human or halfling metallurgists. Uh, and as you are kind of discussing, uh, sort of working out who might be 
at all worthwhile because the problem is that most metallurgists here aren't while they they're certainly interested in acquiring it are not necessarily the people who use adamantine they mostly work on producing the large uh the larger metal items required for shipbuilding uh and general maritime industry you you're, you're you find yourself uh at a point where you're dickering with a uh, with a kind of senior looking uh human woman she's quite, uh, sort of folding her arms and sorry and going well i have to say um i might be interested in a small amount there's some things we could perhaps do with but to be honest uh a lot of what I work with does not actually require that sort of extreme strength. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always a use for uh, stronger, uh, for you know, for stronger quantities of metal, but uh, uh, steel does the job for a lot of what I work with. And I'm afraid you'll find that's the case for a lot of people here in today. Right, so would it sweeten the deal if um, there was something specific that you know you could use it for? Perhaps, yes. Or are we talking wrong town? Hmm. It might not be the case of I mean, if you've really got hold of a quantity of adamantine, then the sort of people you want to be talking to are... Um, I mean, once upon a time you would use it in uh, weaponry, of course. Uh, that was always the classical uh, use for it. I understand it uh, has a number of uh, applications, but of course these days with most people making use of uh, guns, there is less of a call for it. Maybe amongst the dwarves, but... You know what? Hmm. Maybe there is someone I could, uh, I could uh, pass your way. Oh, where are you staying? We're staying in town. Uh, if they're local. Ah, uh, yes. As you say, I could uh, get them to meet you somewhere later. Uh, have you got a uh, place already? Uh, no, we've not no. found room for tonight yet. Alright. Anywhere uh, you'd recommend? You could try the Milky Mermaid. Um. <laughs> what is... Is this a thing on the surface? We're, near, we're near the sea. But, like, why, why always milk and mermaids? <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, taverns that have very similar names. I've but, lost. like, that's just weirdly specific. Is nobody else feeling this? Am I the only one that thinks this is weird? No, it's perfectly normal. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's okay, good. Weird. Thank you. Good. Maybe they're percent. referring to the same mermaid. I don't know. Well, same why as... is she milky? <laughs> I mean, one would imagine because of a huge personality. She's got very pale skin. Um, <laughs> at least on oh. the side. <laughs> right, yeah, of course. Uh, and also giant tits. But anyway, um... Wow, yeah, that's... I mean, I was alluding, but fuck it. Yeah, tits. Big tits. <laughs> Boobs. <Deep. laughs> 
the the metal uh, metal worker shrugs. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's no fleas there, so as places to rent a bed uh, and go, it's pretty good. No fleas is always a good thing. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, I will have. Uh, I'll have the person I know come around and uh, find you. She looks between the three of you. You want to be hard to find. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I don't suppose we will. Um. No, no, we won't. <laughs> I'm deeply insulted. I just sit there right. and giggle in my fucking dragon skin coat and boots, which I'm still We wearing. are rather yeah. distinctive looking. There's no getting away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the walking armory, the pink child, child and sparkle tits over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah, this is right today, isn't it, really? <laughs> well, I suppose the Milky Mermaid will have some competition. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's not much use for me, but I'll, I'll see if, if I have a word with them getting to come over later this evening. Well, thank you. Much obliged to you. Thanks. <laughs> She gives you an awkward nod and returns to clearing up uh, her workspace. Okay. Right. What do you guys want to do next? Uh, Shall we go to the inn? Yeah. Get a room. Do some harrowing scrying and then send a message and get drunk with a lovely dwarf. That sounds yep. lovely. Yeah. Sounds like a fine evening. Okay. You head over to the Milky Mermaid, uh, which does indeed have a an image of a very pale skinned mermaid with enormous tits hidden behind a pair of clamshells. <laughs> a modest mermaid. <laughs> Those are big clams. Those are enormous clams. <laughs> it's the biggest clams I've ever seen. She seems well, less... We've had some serious episodes lately, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> she seems less enthused than the previous milk-based mermaid you saw on, uh, on a sign. <laughs> she looked vaguely disappointed yes. by the whole proceedings. Aww. She had kind of like a Mona Lisa sort of visage going on. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> like um, in the right light, it looks coy, but the rest of the time, it's just like... Mm. Uh, yeah, there's, there, there is a bit of a sort of... Mm, feeling... <laughs> So, you move. Uh, so you head over to, into the Milky Mermaid, and it is uh, at this time of the evening actually quite a packed tavern. There are a large number of uh, sailors and other dock workers uh, who are busy uh, gathering their uh, busy relaxing after a hard day's work. Or, you know, wasting their coin after mostly skipping work for the day, depending on which sailors and dock workers you're talking about. Uh, and at the uh, at a very crowded bar, you see a dusky sort of orange-skinned hobgoblin. Uh, he has uh, two differently coloured eyes, one sort of brown, one blue, although you notice as he glances place to place the blue eye doesn't really move as much and the oh. iris doesn't do anything you, you realize pretty quickly it's glass uh and he has 
And he's fairly well muscled, but in that kind of lean, wiry sort of way. Looks like he might be in his 40s or so. You're not used to necessarily judging hobgoblin ages. Uh, and he sort of alternates between scrubbing glassware and pouring out uh, jots of different alcohols. Uh, he glares up at you as you approach. Yes, how can they help you? Uh, hello, we're, we're looking for a room for the night. <laughs> what sort of rooms? Um, ones to sleep in? Y- yeah. Single beds. Yeah. Three single, uh, three, three single beds. You guys, see. Fine. Can't think, thanks for a moment. You'll be wanting food as well. Uh, yes, yes please. please. That would be helpful. Thanks for a moment. Fine. So there's some calculations. Narrows his eyes <laughs> between you. Two. Two silver. I'll get it. Um, thank, thank you. you. Uh, and he also pour. Uh, he, he looks up. Drinks? Yes, please. What good drinks? What do you want, anyone? I'm the one who didn't get robbed, so I'll get this. <laughs> I'll try the house ale. Um, milk, scamp? Yes, please. And a whiskey for me, please. Pours you uh, Quickly pours you out your respective drinks. Is this mermaid milk? <laughs> he looks at you, then leans really uh, close so that the, bl- uh, the glass eye is nearby and it's slightly off to one side. Yes. Okay. Pushes you the glass. <laughs> he is... Detect thoughts on him. He is obviously lying. I rolled a deception <laughs> check. He's obviously oh, I'm lying. I'm not going to detect thoughts yeah. on him. He's obviously lying. <laughs> also, that said, if you want to roll an insight check... I give him a wink. He, I mean, I will, because why not? Yeah, causing That's pretty good. <laughs> he scowls. <laughs> you, you don't speak um, Haldan... Uh, you don't speak East Haldanic, but you're pretty sure he's just been insulting you this whole time, every time he lapses into his native tongues. Hmm. But not necessarily in, in, a, in a way that indicates he particularly dislikes you. Just someone he's gotten used to insulting everyone, knowing that they can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> I'm going to say in Infernal, you are a very nice gentleman. (laughs) He glares and then tops up your milk slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He also then passes you a key. Room 8. Thank you very much. Thank you. I say an Elven, you mad bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't react to, he doesn't react except to again glare a little bit and returns to dealing with other orders. Oh, we're doing it all in our native language, right? That's pretty my booty. <laughs> what? <laughs> well said. Glings, yeah. uh, he, he twists his head and he goes, Do you try to start with me? Ah, let's go with, with, with the whole one. Ah, uh, you trouble with you, number should be halfling is what one is on our ship one at the time. Well, it's very rude, it's about anything. 
I've got whiplash. Anyone else? <laughs> he peers towards the corner, uh, uh, kind of uh, glances over to one sort of corner of the room. Yeah, I'm sure you're there. They're about to leave that booth. You get some see, sir. Right, thanks very much. Uh, now, be on your way. <laughs> There's some seats over in the corner for us. Oh, okay. Um, there aren't, but as you move over, uh, you do see a couple of regulars stagger up and move out of the booth, <laughs> leaving space no. for you to sit down and drink. Okay. That uh, was well-timed. Weird. I just... He's obviously very good at his job. That whole conversation was just a little bit like being sort of shaken by the shoulders for a few <laughs> minutes, and then like, okay, go on your way. Uh, anyone else just feel a bit like that? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I probably I shouldn't it... scry in a full bar. No, maybe wait till we get upstairs. Yeah. But, um, I suppose a job like his, it pays to be multilingual. Yeah, and brusque. <laughs> but I suppose, it's easier, man. I suppose it's easier to serve everybody if you're brusque. Makes sense. I, I quite like yeah. him, to be honest. I like him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you uh, sit and work on your uh, and sort of uh, drink for a few moments, uh, for a few minutes, just getting a feel of the room as you finish off your drinks. Uh, when you're about two thirds of the way through, uh, a dwarf with a neat combed black beard. Uh, approaches you. You see, she has uh, some a few items of silver beard jewelry uh, in her hair, uh, in it, well, in her beard, and her hair is uh, actually tie braided back in quite a nice style. And she is holding a mug of her own, inclines her head. Excuse me. Uh, would you mind if I joined you for a moment? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Hello. Hello. Sit still. Hello. I should introduce myself. I'm, I was told that uh, I might expect you here. By whom? Well, by Mistress Halver, the... Iron worker. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. But also, uh, though it's a bit of a surprise to see you here so soon, I did get a rather quick message from my uh, clan master to expect some people meeting your description potentially. Your Faster than I'd master. expect. Forgive me. I'm Nyla Sternweaver of Clan Sternweaver. They're the ones that we pleased by doing the job, yes? That's, yes. that's out of yeah. character. Sorry, that's yes, not they in are. Character. Yes, they are. <laughs> the Enchanters. Yes. Yeah. I've got it. I'm there. They're the ones that like us. Good. <laughs> cool. 
I oh shit, do I know about that Celestia? Have you told me? Uh, up to you guys. I think we would have mentioned it. It's been a few it days. I feel like it's been a few days. You probably mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. been time to catch up on things. Yeah. You, you know we did a job for the Stern Weaver clan. Yeah. In order to get into the temple. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Nice to meet you. Uh, how did I they know we were coming here? Oh, they didn't. They just told each of us in... They actually told each of us in the clan to keep an eye out for any signs of people matching. And she glances to Cousin and Scamp. Your description specifically. Uh, you, while distinctive, are not actually a, one of the people I was told to look for. Uh, I wasn't there. Fair enough. That would make sense. Still, I'm a little surprised to see you so soon, but glad you were able to avoid the unfortunate events that went on. I'm gonna do yeah, we left just before that. I'm going to do detect thoughts on her and check she's here. She's saying she is. She's thinking... How in the name of Dead Moradin do you get from Utu all the way here in only Moradin? How many days must that have been? Three days? They must have figured out. They must have found one of the old smuggler tunnels up and then ridden or something. I'm not sure that's really relevant, is it? Yeah, I'm listening to her thoughts. Sorry, that's, that's, her, thought. oh, yeah, sorry. that's her thought. Yeah. Uh, but she but she has commented that she's a little surprised to see you uh, here so quickly. Mm. Regardless, uh, on to business. Mistress Halver mentioned that you had a, 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 a certain amount of... Um, she leans in close... Adamantium. I could make use of that myself, and I would be inclined to purchase that from you. I see. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, what is your particular trade? Ah, of course. It's the trade of my clan. I am an enchanter. I see. Oh. Well, um, certainly we would be, uh, we'd be interested. Uh, and as there's a previous, uh, relationship, so much the better. I'm not just thinking anything weird, by the way. I'm just yeah. keeping it up for now. She's mostly thinking, she mostly... I imagine she's mostly yeah, what she's saying. She continues but... to think, uh, she, yeah, she thinks. Right. Well, we owe them a, sm a certain amount of debt, so I probably have to give them a fairish price. That'll depend on how much they have. Would you be able to uh, show me the amount you have? In a bag is fine. We don't need to draw attention. Crozen uh, would... Um Take it uh, from 
within the folds of his jacket, uh, place it on the table, but keep his hand just over it, like, so that it's it's visible, and uh, she can definitely see um, how much it is, but he's still like in physical contact with it. Yeah. She, as she looks at it, uh, there is barely any reaction uh, physically, but mentally you hear a thing. Bloody hell. <laughs> Tharta, did they just re steal their supply? They must have done. All right, let's make them an offer. Ah, uh, damn it, I just want to screw them over on this, but we're supposed to be fair, so... For that, we'd be looking in uh, the region of... Well, why don't we call that a, a nice round thousand? Does Corson have any idea what the going rate for Adamantine is? Roll a history check loosely, I want to say. Okay. And she's thinking that it's fair. Yeah, she's thinking this is okay. fair. Okay. Oh no, that's a four. <laughs> uh, you have no idea. That is a phenomenal amount of money, though. I'm so, gonna, yeah. maybe? I'm going to message to Corzin, using the message cantrip. I'm going to say, darling, I'm listening to her thoughts. She thinks that's a fair price. Corzin is going to do his uh, best to just keep a straight face and um, say, oh, very well. Um, would you be in a position to um, uh, to pay that amount of money for it straight up? Provided you don't mind uh, receiving that in notes. Uh, or, that uh, should be a problem. Oh, we like, have to go back to the bank. Or, of course, I could just uh, arrange a direct draft to your account if you have one. I think cash is uh, more useful to us right now. Of course. She's going to um, reach into a pocket and carefully count out most of a wallet. Okay. Takes out, takes a few things out of the wallet, slips it into a pocket and just passes you the wallet in the end. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um, Corson takes it, counts it for himself. Is it um, the bank tomorrow? That was an internal thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it all there? It is all there. Yeah, she's that. That is one thousand crowns in uh, banknotes. It's it is a thick wallet. Very well. A pleasure doing business with you. And he slides the rod across the table. She she immediately covers it with a hand and uh, and slips it into an inside pocket. And you hear her thinking, "I did not actually expect I would have to spend all of that." Thank Moradin, I got that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's about this point I'd say that a yeah, minute probably, has passed, it probably dies now. so the, the the spell dies out so beyond that um, <clears throat> particular exchange 
I was uh, instructed by my uh, clan to make it uh, to make you aware that our services are available should you need to call upon them. We will, of course, charge, but we simply but it is we don't necessarily offer enchantment to just anyone as a as friends of the clan though you charge us a fair rate rather than screwing us over that's one way to put it hmm. well I agree. thank you very much are you um uh, let's do you say have, that I... we'll charge you the rate we would charge other dwarves good rate <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Do you have an outlet here in Delay, or are there others around? There are others around. We formerly maintained a small uh, studio, so to speak, a workshop in Alessant, but the recent disruptions have actually caused us to move out here to Delay. Fair enough. As it seemed to be a less volatile option. So at this point we are operating out of the town. Alright, well that's good to know. Um, We may well, at some point in the future, be um, in a position to uh, call upon you for your services. What sort of um, uh, enchantments do you specialise in? Enchantments. Nice. <laughs> right. Well, very if well. it can be done with enchantment, we will generally be able to do it. We may okay. sometimes need to call in some specialist assistance, but and what we do does take time, and importantly, it does take uh, it does take money, both for the cost of processing the very specific materials we require and of course the cost of our specialized skills and labor it is but it seems that you are operating uh, on a scale of money that would be pertinent to this sort of work well i uh, don't suppose there's any um uh, uh, sense in denying that now and uh, causing laughs. <laughs> she sips at her uh, ale. Uh, he holds up what uh, remains of his and says, to a profitable relationship in the future. Clink. Profitable relationship. Clink. Well. Well, we might see you soon, I suppose, if we think of anything. Yeah. She um, passes, she re- passes you a small slip of paper with an address on it. Thank you you very much. Should you need to contact us here in Delay. Have a very good evening. She stands up, looking a little rattled, and moves on. People always look like that when they walk away from us. I wonder what it means. Of course, and once the dwarf is definitely gone, uh, turns to Celestia and says, Thank you very much. It's fine. Uh... I'm really paranoid, it turns out. 
After the last couple of weeks, I can't honestly blame anyone for being that paranoid. Someone it's came over and idea. knew who we were, and I sort of freaked out a little bit and read her mind. Yeah. Oh, it's fair enough. Well, at least um, uh, you, we managed to uh, sell that adamantine rod for at least what it was worth. Yeah, yeah, she was told not to screw us over by her master, whoever that might be, apparently. She really wanted to screw us over, but she didn't. Well. <laughs> um, so they say they can enchant anything. Yeah? You know those circle things? They might be able to make one of those. Yeah, that sounds like it would be a big job, but I did have an idea yeah. about that, actually. Not only... Would it be really, really useful to have one of those on a ship, as we've already said? But if there's, if there are others in the world besides the ones in, um, uh, in that scary pyramid we went to and Kion, mm -hmm. then would it be uh, possible for you to um, try and search for the people who built it, or even just find the location of one of them? I mean. There's no reason you can't, but if we end up... I have to see it. Well, if we know where one is, we can possibly try and get to it. I mean, finding out where one is is a bigger job than we give it credit for, but something that we haven't done is uh, next time we're back in Kion, which I assume we're going to have to be because we need to go to the Scary Pyramid to get the money to finish the boat. Um, sure. I could do an Objects Pass spell on it, with the eye. Ooh. That's not actually a bad idea, actually. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't thought of that. Because <laughs> uh, we're idiots. Yeah, I've just thought of it now. Also, we, we we're not just idiots. Through life. <laughs> We've been distracted idiots as well, in all fairness. Well, yeah, but... We've been not even together to talk to for, well, uh, a, a while. True. But we That's... do just tend to blunder into things. Yeah. <laughs> an expert blunderer at this point. Ooh, I don't think so I'm even very good at blundering. <laughs> another one of those circles would be really useful, but do we want to tell a family or a clan of dwarf enchanters how they work? Because I'm the sure thing. That, they would do that it would again. lead to how they work. Yeah. That I, is... I do worry about this technology getting out, you know? I mean, we've already said that that is something that if it was harnessed by, um, well, let's be fair, the only uh, people who have the independent wealth to do it are governments, it could very swiftly shift the balance of power. Yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, you saw Oksana. Mm. She's an actual mage who knows what she's doing rather than whatever the fuck we are, a gesture at me and causing. <laughs> she freaked the fuck out. Okay, so let's not... Let's have a think about it, but we'll not do anything about it right now. Yeah, I and I mean, I think um, part of the deal, if if we were going to do it... Also, we'd need a lot more money than we have, because we've got to worry about getting the ship actually built first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we were going to do it, it would have to be a lot more money than they'd actually need to do it so that they'd keep quiet. To be honest, I'm not sure there is enough money to keep somebody quiet about that. That's like revolutionary um, Shit, levels yeah. of advancement. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so, other thing we should be aware of then. We should secure the one in Kion better. We should. 
we should talk to Surat, maybe ask that we could be gifted this empty house as a reward I so mean, we if, have a base. If no one else is using it, we did sort of save the city a little bit and the man who owned it is dead and as far as I'm aware doesn't have any descendants to inherit it. So if we there could have a house... we spoke to in, um, uh, in Vondion. Oh no, they were part of the, uh, the clergy, weren't they? Um... Uh, <laughs> Bishop. Bishop, Bishop Superly. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. They are part of the clergy. Well, in any case, it, it could be something and nothing, but I don't think that's a, a bad idea. But all I could say is, actually, if we want to um, engage the uh, the services of a, a dwarf clan, rather than um, necessarily talking to them about the circle first and foremost, why don't we get them to? Um, Examine the uh, security that's already there on that vault and get them to um, uh, uh, to rework it so it's specific to our specifications. That's not a terrible idea. Because then we know we can get in and out, but no one else can. Yeah, we'd have to let them not see the circle. <laughs> yeah. But um. I mean. But I mean, they could even it, just sure, do the outside bit, you know, because the circle's right in the middle, isn't it? We could just. That's what I mean. Is yeah. that they wouldn't even need to get that far. Although I'm bloody well getting rid of those jade scarabs. We should do something about that. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be, a, that'd be another thing still about. There. They, they can enchant things, they can disenchant things. Fucking hell, it's a good thing that, like, Sabnet didn't stick his fucking hand in, isn't it? I'm amazed he didn't. <laughs> the I man was not I think, right. I think the fact that his sibling was distracted. dead um, probably, probably cemented that, really, didn't it? I mean, to oh, be yeah. fair, yeah, he was a tad distracted at the time. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There are some things even money doesn't fix. Should we do some horrible scrying? I think we should. So it yeah. feels like... I realise that I'm doing a thing that I've not been narrating. So it's just like looking around this bar for threats. Roll an insight check. And has been looking a bit distracted and weird. Uh, that's a 12. There are a number of people that have been looking over at your group. It's hard to tell whether you're being watched or if it's just the incredible standoutishness of your party. Yeah, let's go to a room. I definitely think this is worth doing in privacy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, Corson is going to watch everyone's back as they uh, go up the stairs. You make your way up. Assuming it's upstairs. Indeed, <laughs> you do make your way up out of the chamber, out of the uh, tap room, and up to one of, up to room number eight. It's a small room. Uh, with three single beds. Uh, there is a there are a pair of single beds and then one halfling bed, child bed, hard to say. Oh, a tiny bed. <laughs> You're welcome oh. to it. Well, never mind. There's very little other it's furniture. <laughs> uh, but it is at least clean and there do not appear to be any fleas. Is there a window? 
uh, there is a there, there is a window. It's got the classic wooden shutters that you open for light. And, I would uh, like to bag through the bed near the window. Okay. I want to look out the window and see how far the drop is. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> what our a, exits are. Sure. It's a second story window, so uh, it's a fifth. It's about a twenty foot drop. Uh, it is directly onto the street out front, and it uh, gives you a lovely view over the... Well, it would give you a lovely view over the harbour, apart from the fact that the next house over on the opposite side of the street just blocks about half of that view because it's slightly taller and it's kind of oh, inconvenient. I bet they built that one afterwards as well, just to piss people off. Uh, these oh, things pull up haphazardly. But with the, but yes, with the uh, candle you light on the single uh, table and the shutters closed, you do have a degree of privacy. Mm. Right. Um, who should we do first? Quilana, we don't know where she is at all. Oh, that's true. Yeah, actually, she's the one that worries me the most. Although hate to say this, but uh, I think we should probably look at my mother as well, because I haven't been thinking about this on purpose because it makes me feel a bit sick, but she's not in the house, she's away on business. No, nope, fair enough. Adrian mentioned, so maybe we just use up all three of them. It's not that long till dawn. Yeah. No, it's not. Should we just do it? Should we just do all three of them? Yeah. Yeah. Is there um, anything you want us to do to prepare? Uh... Just, I don't know. I'm feeling really weird. I know. You've every right to be. That's why I'm asking. I'm going to set up an alarm. That Would might that be help? Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's an extra level of security. Uh, yeah, I got it... really, really properly paranoid back there for a minute. Well, it's understandable. Oh, I... Yeah, We're a bit on absolutely. Edge and you've got more reason than anyone. Yeah, I mean, we're all covered in targets at this point, aren't we? Yeah, the difference is, of course, we know there are people after you. Yeah. Right, uh, Quilena first, then. Right. Coulson is just going to have his weapons ready in case anything happens. But... Oh, we said we'd take mine off just in case somebody else comes yeah. back, didn't we? Let's do that. Here. Yeah, I mean, you're not looking at the future or the past, but honestly, no, but probably so. a good idea. Yeah, it's still terrifying. Uh, right. show me my I'll, t- I'll keep mm-hmm. a hold of these then. <laughs> yeah, I sit down on the floor, spin the eye. Show me my sister. You stare into it and fall into the water. Okay, that's relevance. Now we'll roll resistance. What's your current... uh, Spell save. Spell save. 17. 17. Give me a moment. I'm just going to check my resistance. I think because of the... close Because of blood relation, that is a failure. Oh, yeah, because it... Yeah. Makes it worse, doesn't it, if you're blood related? Yep, it makes it worse if, you're, if you know someone incredibly well. Mm. So, <clears throat> you descend into the waters, 
bubbles floating around you and you focus on one and drift towards it. You find yourself in a... <laughs> you find yourself in what appears to be some sort of roadside inn or halfway house. Uh, a large room, there's a large room around you, which appears to have been taken over. There are a number of members of the Ebon Guard standing around on duty. There are paper, there are maps of Saul spread out on what one of the tables. And there are a number of figures around, including a somewhat harassed looking Quilena and a rather luckless looking halfling mage. I'm sorry. What? <clears throat> I'm uh, sorry, uh, Lady Quilena, but those are the others. With uh, everything that has happened, you, she has ordered you to take the unit out of Seoul and uh, make preparations to rendezvous with the rest of the forces. But I'm half I'm more than half. I am two-thirds of the way through negotiations. We are almost back into this fight. We're almost at an opportunity where we can just join on this stupid little war and bring ourselves and bring this, this unit and the rest of the guard back into good grace where we belong. You know what? Tell her that. Tell her that we are almost there, okay? Uh, yes, of course. Adjusts. You see he's got a rod with several pieces of metal on it. Adjusts it. Murmurs a little bit under his If there are lips. any points where no one is saying anything, I would like to have a look round and see out of any windows, see if there's any way I can figure out where they are. Okay. It uh, appears to be late evening, mm -hmm. uh, and looking out, you can see outside there is a... Uh, i trying to think about this would be. Uh, you can see there is a road. It looks to be somewhere pastoral, probably in the countryside. Roll an, roll perception check. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, probably not. Nope. Um, that's an eight. No signs, no obvious buildings or anything like that that you can see. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's somewhere in the countryside. It's along a road, okay. and you can see that there are. Uh, although you do see, but not in like Alison. No, uh, this is somewhere in the country. Although you can see, there are a large number of tents uh, deployed as well. A uh, and a cordon where a lot a large number of horses are currently being cared for. Uh, it appears that the entire unit, uh, the battalion that she was with 
when she was in Vondion is with her. Mm-hmm. After the pause, the man, uh, the halfling's face blanches. <clears throat> she, uh, <clears throat> she says that you should not have uh, gotten the unit ejected to begin with, uh, Lady Quelena, and that situations have changed. Uh, rumors have reached her that the family name has been associated with a natural disaster Grins. An earthquake <laughs> in Utu. An earthquake in Utu's not even on a fault line. <laughs> this is in character laughing. Nevertheless. Uh, oh, you wait, Quillen. You wait till you hear what happened. <laughs> the, uh, apparently, there has been um, a murder of uh, the. Uh, intercessor Savrina you're telling me that someone managed to off Savrina I put my hand up yeah that was me that was me that did that (laughs) you bitch (laughs) she stops our names associated with a natural with a large-scale natural disaster someone sought out and killed my aunt Trowley. Oh, it's Celestia, darling. Celestia Stardust? Yeah, that's the name now. Oh, Trowlen. No, I got it wrong again. <laughs> well, then. Thinks. For, she looks as if she's thinking for a moment. I wonder if this is too paranoid. Just in case. If you're watching, dear sister... Hey, bitch. <laughs> don't think this is going to dissuade me. All you've done is renewed my interest in coming for you. Oh, no. I'm shocked. Awkward cough. <laughs> <clears throat> um, sorry, but... Um, uh, her ladyship's instructions were for you to... I do not... Interrupt me in the middle of monologuing, you <laughs> wretched little imp! Fucking hell, you're worse than me, do you know that? <laughs> quivers a little. You know, if she is listening, that's going to be... Really embarrassing, yeah. Terribly yeah. embarrassing, you know. <laughs> <sighs> she frowns. was better at public speaking than you, you twat. Focuses for a moment. No. Don't sense anything. Besides, I've always been better at public speaking than her anyway. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck her. (laughs) (sighs) I wish you were dead. I am going to rub my... I'm going to rub my whip around her throat if I can ever get the fucking thing back. Are you now, dear? Okay. (laughs) Right. 
you still got some charge left, haven't you? <clears throat> that is, I, I am not a- SHUT UP! Can you scry? Uh, yes, uh, your ladyship. And scry on my sister, would you? <laughs> well, this is fucking weird. She opens a small case and produces one long, slightly frizzy uh, white hair and passes Ugh. it to him. <sighs> Get it started. I want to know where she is, even if, even if I can't confirm just yet. I'd like to end the spell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you collapse the bubbles. She's going to scrown us. We've got to do something weird. Oh, well, <laughs> what where can we do? We say we are. Where, where, where could we, we be? Um, um, we could we could put ourselves soon? under a blanket and be a make, many, many-legged monster. <laughs> let's do it now. Okay, yes. let's pretend you've got extra legs. Jeffrey, yes. we need right. a tail. <laughs> Two tails. Put out all the lights. We don't want any... Um, yeah, uh, close the windows. The fucking hell. Uh, I then make a dancing light under my face so that it's lit dramatically. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> and several more on each limb from this <laughs> many-legged blanket monster that we're making. Okay. Yes. You, you if we're going to all hold our middle fingers in the okay, air and say um, stupid gonna, shit for the next ten the minutes. Sound. I'm going to oh, make actually, the sound they're only, of... They're only going to be um, here in ten minutes. It takes ten minutes to cast yeah, it grind, does, right? It, does. it takes well, ten minutes to cast grind, so we have ten minutes to get ready, and then we okay. have to be doing stupid shit that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> What's the dumbest noises? Um, I could... Yeah. A snowstorm? Yes. And make cows. The sound of a snowstorm. Lots of cows. cows. Let's make the noises of cows. <laughs> <laughs> and monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> a storm of monkeys. Yes. Um, I do minor the... illusions of like little tiny fireworks. <laughs> Please roll me a performance Aww. check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really good. I'm not going to lie. It's 25. <laughs> you pull off an amazing improvised. Uh, Puppet show of spite. Yeah, I, I use all the finger puppets, all of them yeah. come out, and I go, and this one's Quilena, and she's the worst, and this one's also <laughs> Quilena, and she's the worst too, and this one's Quilena, and she's a bitch <laughs> with like a rubbish face. And a strange <laughs> smell. A strange smell. <laughs> I just can't place it, but it's weird. And this one, this one here, guess who it is? This is also Quilena. Um, and every time she speaks, she's a little bit sick. <laughs> I just go through all the finger puppets and have a lovely time for the next ten minutes. You have no idea whether that, like, you, you don't feel the scrying sensor appear, but you guess that it's probably there, and you fondly like to imagine the screaming uh, fit of rage she goes into after after her scrying maid reports back that, that you basically just spent ten minutes here humiliating her. <laughs> well, I hope the mage got a kick out of that anyway. <laughs> okay. oh. After it's done, Corson will say, don't actually do this, but it would be almost worth scrying on her again to see Ooh. what her reaction was. Oh, it's almost <laughs> worth using up the other spell. It really is, but we really shouldn't, because I've got two no. other terrifying relatives that we could do with knowing where they no, are. No, you'll <laughs> just have oh. to... You'll Your mum's not to. anywhere sanctumed. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I'm she's not her. now. Let's do it now. Because if she's still not anywhere sanctumed, that's 
<laughs> actually really ideal. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing because she just scried on us at a random point. <laughs> and I was doing a puppet show about how awful she is. Do you think and... she thinks you do that all the time now? <laughs> she I just hope thinks so. That this is a pastime I have. Because that's genius. <laughs> she just thinks that's what I do in my spare time. Maybe you should take to doing that now, just at random off points. Maybe I should, just in case, you know? No harm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. That was extremely therapeutic. You uh, spin the eye, stare into it and fall into it. Show me my mother. <laughs> You plunge down into the water and look around, but no bubble comes forward. Oh, for fuck's sake. You return. Well, she's either sanctioned or she resisted. Um, have you ever managed to scry on her? No. I don't, no. But the Do you last think time. She's mm. immune. Didn't, there was a spell, isn't there, that makes you. She immune. might be under a non detection. That's possible. She could have employed somebody to just do that to her every eight hours. Or maybe it can be attached to something, like an item. I mean, she's really rich. Well, didn't Sabrina <laughs> have something like that? Uh, I don't know. No idea. She might just have been uh, sanctum because she was in the temple. Yeah. I mean, the whole temple was sanctumed, yeah. But that's the thing, the house is sanctumed. Yeah, so she's there... <sighs> I don't. I mean, from what Adrian said, it didn't sound like she was, but she could be back there now. Does your family have anywhere else that is? Um. I, th- I don't know. Is the Evan Guard lot sanctumed? I would assume uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the training cave, yeah. as it were, is solidly. Yeah, the barracks and training bit is sanctumed. Because, I mean, fucking obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. So. If she's sanctumed, it's... The easiest sanctum places for her to get to are underground. Not necessarily. We don't know where she's been or yeah. who she's with. I mean, there and are a lot of official buildings she could be at. She could be at any, you know, rich person's house. That's true. There are loads of places she could be. Also, it's never worked, so... I think it's, there's a strong chance she's got a spell on her. Yeah, and especially because she was sending to Quilena not that long before. Although could she could she just be somewhere room. with a sending room. Yeah. Because yeah, it wouldn't have been her sending. She doesn't have magic. She would have been doing it through a mage. Well, as is Quilena, isn't isn't she? Yeah. That poor fucking mage is going to have to explain <laughs> what he just saw to her. <laughs> I hope he survives it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, also... <laughs> I mean, also, it's really, really funny. Also, she won't yeah, kill it because she needs a mage. She does. To be honest. That's true. They don't have that many. It's so weird about arcane stuff. That's, that's a point, actually. If, um, if the, if drow in general don't go in for arcane magic, are these, um, slaves that they've gathered from the surface that have it? Yeah, this is why they're sort of specialist... You know, either they employ them or they enslave them. I see. They seek out mages from elsewhere because, yeah, wizardry is, uh, you know, bad, but it's fine if you get other people to do it for you. 
It's not that useful fun. little. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of even frowned upon by from other people, really. But it's useful, so people do it. Right. Okay. Shall I get the third one over with? Or on a yeah, roll? let's do it. All right. Show me my brother. Okay. And all right, you focus in on uh, on the eye and plunge down. A bubble comes forth, but it's a little unstable. And as you step into it, you get a few fleeting moments or an impression of Adrian sitting. Um, kind of just uh, sitting on some sort of chair or bench, staring forwards into the middle distance. The whole chamber is moving, and there is a sort of trundling Is there a sound. place to look out of? Uh, or do the, I just know where this is, because I've been on one? You have been on one before, and, glance, and you do see there are windows, and they are currently uh, displaying walls of rock passing by as uh, passing by the carriage of the worm train as the great giant purple worm unseen from here continues to scurry onwards he tilts his head and looks at you I wave even though you can't see me he looks A little sad, a little hard to read. He inhales, sighs. Well, I don't know if I'm going to miss this place, <laughs> but it was home. I imagine you'll probably say things I've no idea what, so I'm afraid this is going to be a one-sided conversation. I'll do my best to imagine your responses. Hmm. There's no need for that language. I didn't say <laughs> anything, you fucker. I have no <laughs> idea whether you would have said something then, but I imagine you probably would have said something in response to my saying something. I like that you think you know me enough to predict my responses. But in truth, I don't know you enough these days to predict your responses anymore. <laughs> oh, well, there it is. And if it's not you, dear sister, then... Who the devil is even scrying on me? Well, you'll be happy to know I won't be coming for you. Huh. I have other priorities. I'm not going to talk about them. And for a while to come, I will be in sanctum to places, and I will make sure not to talk about anything sensitive outside of them, so you can save yourself the hassle. 
I never didn't really expect a chance to speak to you. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure what to say now that I'm here. Wish I could look in your head. Hmm. You never were very good at articulating yourself. But then I've never been able to find the words. That was always your thing, or Quelena's, although never always appreciated what she did with the words. Me neither. But here and now, um, I can talk freely, because there's no one else around. The rest of my... <laughs> I don't even know. The closest thing as I have to friends are resting or recovering. How did you even create or bring that creep? Oh. He shakes his head. <laughs> Not that you have any concern for them, but with time they will heal. Mm. Apparently the bones will take a little time to repair. It was a cruel thing. How oh, cruel was it? <laughs> But, well, irony. Yeah. Anyway. I won't be coming for you. And assuming she actually listened to Mother's instructions, Quilena won't either. Hmm. Interesting. She has better things to be doing. We all do now. <laughs> I wanted you to come home. Not home, darling. Sorry. No, not sorry. <laughs> at all, actually. I wanted my family together again. They really scare me, do you know that? Sometimes... Sometimes I'm a little scared by how much you changed. How different you are now. I worry what will happen to all of us on the surface. So that is the plan then. Quilena is going to get worse. Yeah. 
The sunlight disagrees with her. <laughs> it brings out the worst parts of her. Are they not out already? But melancholy is loosening my lips and I should be aware of myself. Or you could just have a cry. It's the closest I've seen you, I think. Maybe it'll do you good. Who knows? Maybe I'll learn how to cry. I've heard good things about it. Fucking hell, Adrian. Anyway, he reaches out and makes ready to pop the edge of the bubble. Get out, won't you? Just, just run, just go somewhere. Run. <laughs> keep running, keep yourself safe. Be free. Until we meet again. Celestia. Oh shit. And pops the <laughs> bubble. Trying to open my eyes up. The water goes. That was maybe the weirdest crying I've ever done. What happened? Where is he? He's on the worm train. Which probably Stop means he's then. going home. I'd imagine. How long does it take to get home from Utu? In like a week. Uh, probably is, uh... Well, he's had a couple of days already. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I relay everything. Like I, I've relayed everything from all of yeah. these. Like I would yeah. have told you everything. So it doesn't sound like they're coming for me. It sounds like they're doing something else. He actually called me Celestia at the end. He, he used your name. Yeah. Wow. He said, "Be free, Celestia." Bloody hell! That's that's a step. Yeah. One I wouldn't have imagined from him. I think that's the saddest I've seen him, you know? Aww. He doesn't seem big on emotions, generally. No. He said maybe I'll learn how to cry. <laughs> that would be something. What the fuck did that demon do to him? <laughs> I mean... Are you, are you talking about Lux or, or her mother? <laughs> Either or at this point. Yeah, but, um, much of a muchness, aren't they? Friend, is Lux back? Yes. Okay. I didn't feel anything. Should I have? No. She's sleeping, for want of a better word. Is she okay? Oh, yes. <laughs> She had checked. a gale's time. Okay. Well, keep an eye on her for me, will you? I always do. Thank you, you're a good friend. <laughs> you too, Scamp. So Lux is back. That's, is, is that good? Well, I have no idea. I suppose it's better than her just being out in the world somewhere. Yeah, I feel safer knowing that, well, at least we know where she is. Also, mm. I, I, there are spells, I think, 
come from her. I, I didn't try them, but I sort of feel like they maybe weren't there when she wasn't. Weird. Well, it's sort of like how you can get friends to do certain things for you for a certain amount of time. Yeah, or like when I have this cloak on, I'm better at hiding. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah, or when I'm wearing Sanders' ring, no one can look in my head. Useful. Very useful. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was very strange. But also kind of comforting. It sounds like they're busy with something else. Not being strung up for treason, I would imagine? <laughs> I mean, they don't know that's happening yet. Well, or do they? They've all got got people who can send and scry. And didn't you say that Quillana had had been ordered back to wherever because there'd been some major upheaval, which of course is Yeah, but I think they only know about the natural disaster bit. I don't think they know that I've gone to the Empress and spilled my guts. Well, Adrin does. Doesn't he have have people who can send? Not, but like having people who can send is one thing. Magically finding out that I've done that is another. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I, I didn't mean about the uh, the empress, but I mean about um, you using their name in connection with uh, with what happened in Utu. I mean, he was oh, there. That, yeah. He he would have seen that in the sky with his eyes. That's my point. Yeah, and then he would have told your mother. No, but they they all know that is my point. They were talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. So about th- it. so they maybe know that there's that they are accused of some things. Yeah. But they don't know the full extent, we'd hope. No. Fair enough. Feeling weirdly sad for Adrian. This is a strange emotion. Only a little bit, don't get me wrong. Mm. Mostly I hate him, but I think maybe he's the one who's... I don't know. Got the least of himself left, it feels like. Aww. Well, he had a uh, an identity that was very much based in... What I suppose for your family was normality, and that's totally gone now. Yeah, I mean, it's just creepy and sad to hear him saying how much he wanted his family together again. Well, to be fair, though, I'm not sure there's much of your sister left either. It's just No, I think she was like that from birth. Bile and hate. Yeah. Mm. There's not much of a person there. No. I suppose it, in some ways, it uh, bears remembering that uh, you, Celestia, are, of course, a an exceptional case, but this probably means that uh, all drow on uh, some level are products of their society. I think that's just everyone, darling. I don't think that's just drow. Mm. I don't mm. think we should go around saying all drow are bad. No, I wasn't not, saying the that. The society is shit because the wrong people are in charge. Yeah. That's a different thing. But I suppose what you're saying is all drow have had to deal with that in some way. Yeah, and even definitely evil people like that, the society has a uh, a part to play in it. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people go through a lot of shit and not all of them are that horrendous. That's the point. If we go there, you've been through a lot of shit. But True. you're quite nice. Thank you. As are you. I look at Scamp. Not, not <laughs> now I'm evil. You are <laughs> evil. Jeffrey, 
What's that? Jeffrey, yes, you've been through a lot of, a lot of shit. Jeffrey's an angel. Jeffrey, you do a lot of shit. Jeffrey waves his knife. <laughs> Just waves <laughs> this elaborate sex. Yeah. Jeffrey is a precious angel. <laughs> I look in my bag. Is there shit there? Of course there is. <laughs> I clean it out with precipitation. You open the window and it flies out into the street. <laughs> Fucking hell, Should we Jeffrey. find Benny? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. get the boats going, have a drink, have a nice evening. Do something well, nice. Should I send to her? Yeah. Yeah, and I think the big takeaway also from this is that wherever your family happen to be, they're not anywhere near here, or seemingly. It sounded like everybody was being ordered back to the house. Quillen didn't say it directly, but I think Adrian was on his way home and they seemed to all be going to the same place. He said we've all been ordered back. I think they're all going home. All right. Or they could be meeting somewhere up top. They could. We should probably check in in a few days. Yeah, the point is they're not here, and that is good. Yeah. Yes, and where Quillena was wasn't Alessand, which is the main thing that I was worried about, to be honest. But we right, should keep an eye out for wherever she was on the way. Look, like look for signs of big groups of horses, taverns yeah. that you maybe should pop your head in and just check it's not the same place. Yeah, you have a point. And maybe, yeah, maybe just check in every so often. Yeah. A large group of drow soldiers is going to be noticeable wherever they go. Oh yeah. Yes. But the thing is, they're such good fighters; they don't have to worry about being seen. You know. I see. But it sounds like they were nearly back in the fight, so... Yeah. They've been close. working with someone. We should find out who that is. Mm. They were wanting to be in favour with the king again. Ugh. She was like, oh, we're nearly there. Ugh. Let's find Benny. <laughs> this is all too much hard work for yeah. one night. <laughs> I'm going to gather my spirits together. <laughs> Benny! We're in delay. At... The Milky Mermaid, do you want to get pissed with us? Drinks on me. Also, chat ship stuff. Celestia Stardust. A few moments later. Darker, fuck! Your head's in my voice! <laughs> How do you do that? Oh, drinks! You're buying mermaid milky. Yes, absolutely. I'll tell you all about that. I love her. I think she's coming here. Let's hope so. I wonder how much longer she was talking for. <laughs> so, so long, I think. Like, ages longer. Benny has never received a sending before. I like that that's how she reacted rather than being worried, though. She's like, that's amazing! Like, oh, I love it! And oh, I love her. She's the best. I just, oh. And soon enough, you find yourselves uh, back downstairs. Um as a rather as a rather cheerful uh, uh, looking Benilda aka Benny Trothseeker arrives uh, 
It's been a while since seen her. So four foot eight female dwarfs, kind of ruddy brown hair and beard, very rosy complexion. Her hair's tied back in a tight bun with strands coming loose and uh, her beard is braided but stuffed into a sort of single steel beard ring. Uh, she's still wearing her ship workers overalls. Ah! Hello, you. Oh, look at the three of you. What are you wearing? That is so shiny. Uh, dragon skin. Fantastic. You're going to buy me drinks. Yes, what do yes. you want? That, that and that. Right. Great. I buy, I buy her that, that and that, whatever that was. <laughs> Benny drinks quite a lot because She's she a is a dwarf. So you okay. end up going through another two silver. Oh my uh, god, it's pieces. fine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just buy like a bottle of something and put it on the table. You go through another five silver. Honestly. <laughs> and um, whiskey, whiskey. Pretty whiskey, quickly, whiskey. she's down and chatting with you uh, in another booth. Thirsty work, all this ship writing stuff. Oh, absolutely! It's been an absolute pleasure to actually be working on the on on the old uh, Bart uh, Bart Bart Bark again. Yeah, how how's it going? Well, uh, I'll take you to see you in the morning if you want. That'll, That'll be, be great. Amazing. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's really shaping up uh, nicely. It's gonna be about another month of work, I'd say. Okay. Uh, right. For it to be all the way full. So, um, <clears throat> related notes to that, money. How much do you need? Yes, what else do you need? Uh, so, remind me how much you've already put in. Oh, I want to um, say six. Yeah. I have absolutely no I idea. I think we already put in 6,000 from what I remember out of character. Yes, you did. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd just check my notes on that. Uh, so, ah, fantastic. Yeah, so that's about what he expected. So the good news is that I'll co- that already covers most of the costs for the work on the hull. Because uh, actually the design probably would have cost about 12000 But uh, most, of the, as I said, about half the work was already done by the time we came, uh, brought it in. So a lot of it has just been uh, you know, proofing and getting the mast up and things like that. Now, um, the big cost... Uh, and that's the one that take, is going to take us the other six grand, mm-hmm. which you're going to need to put together, is the guns. So right. let's talk a little bit about um, how she's going to be in the water, what she's going to be like. So um, she actually, Benny has brought a roll. Uh, 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 actually, no, she, she hasn't brought anything. She's brought uh, a bit of carpenter's charcoal, though. Uh, and a bit of paper and begins sketching out. Is this a pub where people are smoking, by the way? Uh, yeah, there's, there's smokers. Well, I have a pipe of opium. I'm addicted. Okay. What's your current addiction? <laughs> oh, so bad. Um, How bad? Five. Okay, you've not yet passed a threshold. Not You've not yet passed into the next threshold. Yeah. So as you're, you kind of light up and start uh, puffing on your pipe, Gandalf style, mm-hmm. uh, while she sketches out the design. Right, so as you can see, it's based pretty uh, much on the classic uh, frigate design, uh, equivalent to fifth rate. But as you can see, I've done some changes here. I've made it a little bit more hydrodynamic in the water. And we've made, uh, I've taken into account some of the latest changes in how we're uh, developing uh, ma- uh, some of the sails. You see the rigging changes I've made here. Now, granted, it's not the full sort of work I'd be wanting to do in the clappers, uh, but we at the if I'm right, this base design 
It's going to get you the fastest thing in the water, this side of Haldanus. All things being equal, we should be looking at a travel speed of about eight knots. For comparison, the Charlies regret a very zippy um, sloop, which was small, significantly smaller than this, had a rate of six knots. Of course, yeah. would relay this to the yeah, other two. Normal, normal fifth rates have a rate of about five and a half, and they just get slower the larger that they they get. Right, so that means we'll outstrip pretty much anything in the Sulian Navy. Right, so long as the wind's on your side, yeah, uh, and the wind's not on their side, you'll be solid. You'll be pretty solid with this. Now, uh, on the subject of guns, because we've got it set up uh, as we would for a naval-style frigate, you'll be look. We've got uh, okay. So we've got two standard bo uh, bow guns at the front. Uh, those can be uh, rigged to shoot uh, chain shot or, or round shot as you need. They're, uh, they're the ones you want to be using to take your masts down. Those are pretty standard. Uh, and we've got, beyond that, space for another 42. Uh, our ancient two decks with the lighter guns on top. Uh, now I've got a standard rigging. Uh, now I've got a standard uh, loadout set up for long guns. These will be 12 pounders and 18 pounders. And right, that makes sense. Basically, you're going to be looking at a broadside range of about 1,500 feet close and a mile long. It's about 6,000 uh. feet out. Obviously, a long range is a bit less uh, accurate disadvantage in long range broadsides. That's pretty <laughs> damn impressive, though. Aye, well, that's because um, um, the ship you sailed before, you used to carronades, right? Yeah. More of a punch, but shorter range. Now, I can I can actually, instead, if you want, do you a carronade loadout, and that will have the shorter range. It'll pack a lot more punch. There's also another option. I could get the heavier, long, uh, the heavier, uh, thicker bore long guns. Now, those all still have pretty similar range, um, but it'll add higher poundage. It'll cost an extra grand on top of it. Uh, and it'll do a fair bit more of a punch mechanically on your broadsides. Each hit, and you can do up to 10 hits depending on how well you roll, will do an additional 20 damage. Uh, mm. By default, your broadsides will do 35 damage per hit. So it's a, so it's essentially a, a, almost a 60% uh, increase in damage. But it'll tank your speed down to about 7 knots. All right, and the uh, the cannonades would they uh, be uh, something that would uh, slow us down as well? Uh, the cannonades trade off uh, are actually pretty light by comparison. They trade off side. They allow you to do this more uh, more of a punch uh, at shorter range. That's the trade off. So I could change it all out for cannonades, and it'll do a great deal more damage. Uh, but you're gonna be you're gonna have about a range similar to. Let me just double check. But your ra your broadside range is going to be 800 feet short, 3,200 feet uh, long. So it's going to be about half the range. But if you if you get close enough to hit, you're going to blow most things out of the water. Well, thinking about it. So it depends whether you want range or power. 
It's also a trade-off of whether or not we're expecting to go into ship-to-ship -ship combat or... and Corzin looks at the other two other things. I would assume both. Yeah, well, both, yes. both is good. <laughs> <laughs> if it can be fitted with both, I'm uh, well up for doing that. I mean... Strictly... I mean, technically speaking, I suppose I could have... I could order a set of carronades so that you could alter them out, but you'd need to be in, you'd need to do that when you were docked in port. That's not something you could switch out. Um, Quickly. No, that's a that's a bit of a job because you need to get the, because essentially I'd be storing the carronades down in ballast and I'd be shifting them up. Uh, you'd have to shift them up, load them into the gun ports, get them into place. But I guess if you really want that level of flexibility, you could do it. Yeah. Right, um, darling, I'm happy for you to make the call on this one. This but I warn you, nothing to me. Uh, it will cost like you know the the current the current remaining cost of the ship is six grand, mm -hmm. seven if you want the higher pounded long guns. If you wanted, uh, oh, the same if you wanted just carronades. If you wanted an additional set of carronades, you'd be looking at another seven grand. Ah, we so yeah. don't have that. Well, Causing, um, what do you reckon's the best one? All right. Well, what do most ships have? Um. That we're um if we're likely to go into combat. It's changing out. Class older ships will tend to go for more of the carronades because it used to be more of the doctrine that if you get it of just getting in there quick and doing as much damage as you could with range not being a thing. These days, though, the Orsirians in particular are starting to move more towards long range uh, combat. I mean, as a thought, if we're really, really, really fast, as you say. If we can hit from far away, nobody will ever get near enough to hit us because we'll just hit them and fuck off. Well, that's my thinking, actually. Yeah. Is if we can uh, stay ahead of them, and uh, he winks at Scamp, um, then we can take advantage of the fact we have longer-range guns. Yeah. And it's not like longer-range guns are useless up close. If anything, they're probably slightly more accurate. But... Um, all right. How's about then? We go with a uh, a standard array plus the uh, the long guns, because I uh, think it, for the immediate future, that's I'm so the standard array is the long guns. It's just whether yeah, you want sorry. the heavier long guns or the lighter long guns. The heavier long guns. Okay, so you want the heavier. Well, we ones. don't want to lose speed. Mm. The whole point is to be fast. Yeah. Right. So it'll fast. it'll take you down from eight knots to seven knots if you get the heavier ones. Let's be fast. I think if we're the fastest thing in the water, that's huge. Yeah, alright, no, that, that, yeah. Especially if we're dodging certain things that are really big and scary. Yeah. yeah. Alright. That's true. So, that being the case, then we'll go, she makes note, we'll go for the standard, the, the standard loadout. So, sp at lots of speed, lots of range. If we want to upgrade it at some later point, we can, but... I Absolutely. think given the resources we have right now, that's the sen most sensible thing. Something you're going to want to be aware of. Um, yeah. The sh your main, as expensive as this is, one of your main costs is going to be running, keeping the ship running. Mm. So, yeah. of course. after I've put, after sorting everything out, so the ship itself has what you call, uh, it's, 
882 tons burthen capacity, but after taking into account crew and taking into account guns and everything else, since you're not going for a second set, you're going to have about 600 tons of cargo space. Mm-hmm. That's pretty decent. So... <laughs> That's a lot of things. I can't picture that much space. No, me neither. It's quite a lot. It is a lot. Um, anyway, I built the ships. I'm not in the trading business, but if you know someone who is, they might have some advice. Because if you're planning to do trips, like, uh, where are you thinking of taking this? Sandra. Okay, Sander, um, yeah, you can probably cover a lot of your costs by taking some uh, merchandise from here to there. You know, if you get uh, Sulian brandies, for instance. Yeah, so we need somebody who knows how to trade stuff, really. I mean, if you've... Honestly, your best bet, (laughs) if you know anyone who's got connections with the merchant families of Tyre or Border, they'd be the right sort of people, but... Mm. Well, I could have a word with uh, Vig, see if he knows anyone. Maybe. Vig feels like the type, doesn't he? Well, of course. Also, uh, he wants to be part of the crew, so it's mm, in his interest to help. Exactly. Anyway, have some talks with those people. Maybe they'll arrange something, but it's likely you might need to talk your way into a line of credit or something. Uh, Unless, of course, you end up with enough cash, because uh, I'm going to be blunt here. This shop, this ship is going to cost you sixteen hundred gold crown a month to run. Mm-hmm. Right. To account well, I was for kind of expecting that with supplies, and supplies, yeah, and... wages and a lot. I mean, some of that is wages, which you can delay if you want to do it. If you're preparing to do a four, you know, a three to four month trip to Sander, it'd be three months straight from here. Though, if you wanted to go somewhere else in Jova first, like say to Wending or Meadmere or something, you'd probably be looking like a four month journey in total. Yeah, to get a then you're looking yeah. at four months. You basically need to have at least four grand in cash up uh-huh. front to pay for food and necessary supplies, which includes your ammunition and everything else. Okay, so what you're saying is that we need ten grand up front. You need ten grand up front, and when you get to the other side, your crew will want another uh, two. Uh, uh, to a 2400 coin uh, right. because they'll want paying on their wages. How much do you need like now? Uh, now I can keep running up and t- on credit because mm-hmm. we've paid half of the cost already up until the end of uh, the month really. Right. At which point you'll need to cover the remaining amount. Okay. Good. We think we may have a... Uh... Uh, a line of credit which might uh, suit us for that, but we need to investigate it more closely. Yes, we've got some in- inquiries to make. You're getting a funny yeah. look on your face, so I'm not going to question it. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't, darling. It's a bit... Yeah, it's a bit the point really. being is that the money will be there one way or the other. Fantastic. Yeah. That's all I really care about. If you're going to Sunder... Huh. Right. Um... Do you want to come? I mean, I'll need to get my affairs in order here, but I would kind of like to know what happened to your wrist. As would we, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a feeling like um, if we can find out what happened to your wrist uh, while we're in Sunder, then so much the better. Because I don't like the fact that he and seemingly several other dwarven experts in various different things have just up and gone missing. 
No. Yeah. I'll have to settle things with the uh, at the shipyards, but um, could ask for a leave of absence. Take a year sabbatical. Try and find out what's happened to uh, to my boss. If you're up for that, and I suppose a, um, a potential benefit from uh, your side of things is you get to uh, be there for the shakedown cruise of this uh, of this ship. Oh, excellent! I'll make sure it doesn't leak. <laughs> sure Not well. leaking is a great thing for a ship to do. <laughs> That's important, actually. I know this isn't necessarily your particular field of expertise, but are there any um, uh, extra things you could uh, put on the hull, like enchantments, to make it more solid or less, you know, prone to springing a leak? Oh, I mean, honestly, like we do a fair job with the. Uh, you know, with the straightforward, you know, caulking and all that, but... That would also still cost us money, even if it is a good price. Uh, but... Could Just be, seeing what's could possible. Be. I mean, you know, I have heard... Even if we don't do it right away, it's a it's a thing to bear in mind. No, I've heard, I've heard tales about stuff like that. Um, sometimes, and they tend to be pretty expensive, but there have been occasions... Um, there was, after all, oh, earlier this century, there was a flagship of uh, the... Huh, it was actually uh, Admiral Grenville's flagship had uh, such an enchantment on it. He uh, could afford it. Well, exactly. Yeah. What, him in the song? Aye, yeah, him in the song. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure I knew who was real. No, he's real. There's oh, no, a statue to him yeah. somewhere I'm not from round here. Oh, of course, no, no. Oh, that's fun. Well, what sort of enchantment was that? Was it, like, uh, extra protection? Or, essentially, um... from what I... Uh, he'd like to do a thing of just... Um, I mean, they'd, they'd launched the cannons, uh, but I heard that he cleaved straight through another ship on one occasion. It really Whoa. toughened up the hull. The idea was uh, that it was essentially strengthening to give it more resistant, uh, the hull itself more resistance to damage, make uh, a little bit harder to hit. Didn't do much for him, of course. Stray bus uh, musket shot was what got him through the chest in the end. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But uh, the ship was fine. I mean, as a thought for the future, not terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, actually, and as a ship that uh, is faster than most others, we can get a lot more... Um force per poundage behind us it is but one thing i will say though is that sort of um that sort of enchantment is going to cost you can cost you as much as another whole ship yeah i, would I don't doubt it that's, thing to right, well, that's the reason why most uh, people who are outfitting a navy will just get another ship if they can but i suppose uh if you really want to make sure that your one ship is safe that's an option alternately i've heard of alchemical treatments I've heard uh, tales that uh, from sailors who've said the Reavers like to treat their ships with stuff that make them very resistant to damage as well. Yeah. All right. But I wouldn't know the well, first thing about how to make stuff like that. Well, something to bear in mind for the future, then. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I might try and play for tips for a bit. If right. No yeah, one's bothered. <laughs> if we're not doing anything important, I might just fuck about for a while. 
Yeah, I'd like I mean, to we've got to make we've got to make ten thousand gold. We've got to start somewhere, <laughs> you know. Quite Benny, so. Benny, do you want to see a trick? Absolutely. I'm going to cast message and go bums. <laughs> She looks at you. <laughs> your voice didn't even you, your voice didn't even mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a good trick, isn't it? It is a good track. So, um alright, yeah, let's let's let, I could do with some songs. And um make a performance check. Yeah. I supplant said performance with illusion. If they give me a space to actually perform in. Yeah. I do the dancing lights thing where I make a little figure that dances next to me and make little disco lights with minor illusion and have a grand old time on the di- on the Aww. guitar that was given Ooh. to me by a god. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like I hate performance shit. They're really embarrassing if they go wrong. Ooh, it's not amazing for me, you know. It's not great. It's only 17. That's not good for me. You do a jolly good performance, and a lot of people are intrigued by the unique electric sound of the guitar. Um, but this is, you know, but it's also not the most... Um, it's not, like, it's a fairly packed tavern, but most of the people here have already spent a lot of their money, uh, their wages on drink already. So you, although the... Uh, uh, although the people in the bar are very enthusiastic... They're not enthusiastic with tips. <laughs> uh, they're not necessarily enthusiastic with tips, no. Uh, still, though, uh, you do make enough to at least pay for your rooms, mm-hmm. uh, and you make the two sil- you make two silver pieces back. Ah, oh, lovely. And cut in uh, loose coinage. A little while later when I'm done and a little bit drunk, I'm like, look... I've made two silver. We're nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> like well you said, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> That's a solid. That was a solid primrose. Primrose. That's uh, not the word. Parsnip. Parsnip. That was a solid parsnip. I quite like <laughs> parsnips. Ah, and I liked your parsnip. Thank you. <laughs> I like my parsnip too. Benny leans in close to you, Scamp. That sounds dirty. <laughs> I can just hear you, you know. You're very loud. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> and you enjoy an evening of solid drinking. Yeah. I get a bit pissed, unsurprisingly. And uh, as you eventually stagger up to sleep, we're going to pick up uh, in the morning after these no doubt important messages. And now for a word from our friends at Modified Roll. Hey guys, do you want to hear some new and veteran-ish players as they dive into a completely homebrew world created by our talented DM Liam? Then join us for an old-school, authentic D&D experience as we focus on collaborative storytelling in an open world, allowing us, as players, to cause as much anxiety as possible for our DM. 
Catch us on most podcast platforms, visit our website, and come chat to us on social media. Modified Rule. Come and join the adventure. Oink, oink, oink. I am a happy little pig living on a farm. My greatest joys in life are eating, drinking, rolling around in the mud, and of course, liking, sharing, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Farmers. One of these days, they're going to let me go to that shed where I've heard all pigs go for a very, very happy time. Oink. And welcome back. So, you awaken on the morning of the fourth of full bloom. It is, let's find out, it is actually a moderately dry, if chilly, day. There's a few clouds up above, but no, but there's no rain, and there, although there is a somewhat brisk wind. Nevertheless, you make your way, uh, I believe is maybe your first port of call, to the dry docks, mm. where Benny, showing no signs of hangovers, oh, or I'm anything so of the elk, I've already Gorf. had like two coffees. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, Corson's fine. <laughs> awaiting you with the uh, is awaiting you alongside a uh, alongside the hull of the Kraken's Bane. Uh. The fifth rate is already looking more and more like a real ship. The main hull exterior was already mostly done when you caught it but now is acquiring a much more finished look and you can hear the work of hammering and sawing going on as they continue to build um, the inner deck uh, the lower decks they've already started they've already got the masts uh, in not in place and uh, and up yet, but you can see they're stacked to one side, ready to go up. There, the ship is starting to look like it will be complete. So I see just quietly saying, "No, oh, she may be kind of small, but she's got everything and more." Just quietly. <laughs> Corson looks up slightly adoringly at it. Ah, <laughs> she is up. Beauty, isn't she? Ah, she is. Probably. He's doing that face he does when he looks at Molly. Yeah. Or his, <laughs> you know, actual physical child. It's the same face. Ah, she's a lucky ship. I mean, <laughs> daughter. No, that's not the word. Wife? Wife! Yeah, you were close. Ship, daughter, well, wife. Same difference. Yeah, same thing. It's very early. Oof, my head. Either way, uh, so you needed to get... Uh, Meet me, right? Yes, and I was going to say on that note, um, is there anything that uh, an influx of uh, money now would do to speed up the process? Oh, no. But, uh, 
we can certainly, you know, crack the whip a little bit, so to speak. I reckon we can have it done by second, third falling blossom. Okay. Um, so it should be about a month. Right. When's little Corzin's birthday? Jason, I was going to ask, how long would it take then to sail from here to Werrick's Watch? If it's finished on the second and you had solid winds mm -hmm. then and a sustained wind spell a few <laughs> times a day yes uh and you have access to this ship mm -hmm. you sit down you work the you work it out causing is causing wood yeah causing juniors was born on the 12th of falling yeah. blossom it's a little over just doing mental calculations here. Uh, nine times. It's not quite 2,000 miles. Uh, it's closer to 1,800. <laughs> but with this ship, this ship could, if you work, if you're, if, if Benny's right about the travel speed, you could do nearly 200 miles, like 190 odd miles in a day. Ooh. You could get oh. there in nine days. So potentially, but it'd be potentially close is what you're saying. Yeah, close. Uh, and assuming we didn't hit rough weather. Yeah, I am willing to take that chance. We've got to fucking try, it, haven't we? Can you imagine the, the look on his face are. if we get him a ship for his birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh. thinking of very little else. <laughs> All right. Well, if there is anything we can do to help uh, speed up the process, you let us know, okay, Benny? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I suppose we've got to make sure we've got a crew together for when it's done. That's the thing. You're going to need uh, a fair-sized crew for this. Uh, 250, fair... wasn't it? Uh, I mean, the full complement uh, with the uh, with Marines is 280. But if you're just after crew, you can make do with 220. Uh, though I would say, you know, if you're planning to do a bit of the old privateering, you probably want to make sure you have the full 280 Fighters, so you've got the yeah. experienced... Uh, hey, we can pick the Marines up uh, in Mead Mirror or on the way back. Well then, uh, yeah, you need 220. Uh, 220 souls to get you started. Yeah. Alright, well, well we've got some recruiting to do, it would seem. <laughs> The spidery ones. Yeah, the spider tieflings. I wonder where they went. I mean, I've... there's spider tieflings. Yeah, they're yeah. actually really sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we um. We could send to them. Yeah, that's mean. what I was going to suggest. Tester was really sweet. She was lovely. Well, I mean, worth what just knowing that they're all right. They seemed to know what they were doing, but um, mm. it'd be nice to know where they got to. Yeah, I hope they're okay. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't be above ground yet, to be honest. True, and it depends uh, very much where they come out, but... Um, Months a long time. Yeah, they could be out true. by then. They don't know anything about sailing a ship, so we probably need some people <laughs> to do too, if, if any of them did want to come, but, you know. All right, well... I well, bet um, Vig would be good at that sort of thing, though. Yeah, Vig's usually good with um, uh, training people up. Also, I was thinking... Also, recruiting uh, people, I was thinking for him, he might know where to look. Yes, I was planning on offering him a uh, position as purser, as it seems like, um, w well, with um, 
with quartermastering on the uh, the Hesperidia anyway, um, he's probably reasonably decent with uh, uh, with provisions and whatnot, and we're going mm. to need someone with a head for that. Yeah, and Molly's going yeah. to murder you if you don't let her be first mate, so... Yeah. I, <laughs> it's more than my life's worth. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You'd, you'd be dead. <laughs> That'd be the end of you. The Captain Molly. <laughs> but we can... <laughs> She'd make a good captain. Oh, that she captain. would, but that's precisely why uh, you want her as first mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no one I'd trust but, uh, better. Mm. Well, present company accepted. Oh, you would not oh, trust no. us to be captain. No. Neither of us want to be captain. Captain, no. I would Can like you to imagine be, this mess? I would like to be your official shanty man. I don't want any more authority than that, to be honest. I <laughs> think that's uh, certainly doable. And yeah. uh, a scamp, I'll be a really I, good shanty man. You are a very good shanty man. <laughs> <laughs> a scamp could be a ship's mage. Yeah. Well, I don't have any references. My last job sank. <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> um, and Corson does laugh in spite of himself um, he says that wasn't anything really to do with you though was it I'll give you well... I'll give you a reference yeah I'm happy to give you a reference Corson, you acquitted I, yourself I recommend well. this person as a ship's mage they're very good and stuff I shall take your recommendation into consideration See, you've got a reference look at that magic <laughs> <laughs> uh, only if you actually want to though if you don't want to, that's a different well, thing. Well, it's a lot of responsibility, is all. It is, Scamp, but consider, there's literally no one else we know um, who is better qualified for this. <laughs> there's literally no one else who's qualified, is what you mean. Well, the, yeah. the, I trust it to the point that I trust you. You are a very good mage. You can do things that even the most powerful mages seemingly in the world can't do. I can do the fart spell. We should be fine. You can also do the fart spell. <laughs> mm. But... If we uh, manage to get more money than we need, we should put some of it on Phoenix down. Three months is a long time not near anywhere with yeah. a church. Yeah. Although I... Um, I will have to look into... Um, What's possible? I mean, once we get to uh, uh, to Meadmere, uh, Molly's going to want to sell up there. Whatever we get from uh, selling the uh, the lodgings there. Well, it's only rented, isn't it? Do they own it? Yeah, I thought uh, she mentioned paying rent, didn't she? Actually, uh, yeah, that's yeah, the point. Molly, Molly definitely rents. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well. In any case, we can maybe pick some stuff up in Meadmere that's uh, that would be of use that we can sell elsewhere. Yeah, maybe that's so, where we get our cargo from. Yeah. Or if there's anything needs to go to Meadmere from here. Quite yeah, so. Too. Provided it isn't think, heavy. I don't think we should get in touch with Vig. I think he's the person who knows about this stuff. Yeah. Plus, yeah. anyone else from the Charlie's Regret. Yeah. Who? Anyone who wants to come, really. <laughs> Well, I know. Oh, oh, I mean, Olsen no. would come. You know that. Maybe I was we, going to say he'll be mayor um, by then. If we're handing out um, uh, positions, then I think I have to uh, uh, to offer Alton uh, uh, chief gunner. He'll be mayor by then. <laughs> I'm probably very go. grateful of the distraction. Yeah, they won't let him go. He's stuck there forever. 
<laughs> Depends uh, how devious he gets. Yeah, true. I mean, hell, I'm off him being gunner. He's brilliant. He'll yeah. never die, you know. Cut to <clears throat> alton apple blossom in half a sawn out barrel with a with a board <laughs> rowing himself out into the bay. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> He's so cool. Oh, halflings escaping in barrels is a thing, and I love it. It is a thing. It's very much a thing. <laughs> it's not quite as good as you with your little feet sticking out the bottom, but still. <laughs> yeah, for three days. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> we should hit the road, shouldn't we? We should. Long way to go. Yeah. Anything else you plan to do in um, delay? Actually, yeah, um, we don't have to uh, roleplay this, but um, if it's available, Corzin would like to pick up some more bombs and some healing potions. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, both of those... Also, um, re- re- uh, refill his uh, healer's kit. He's only got three doses left. Ah, yes. Everybody got really injured. Yeah. <laughs> Revil- refilling your healer's kit is not too difficult by comparison we'll say that costs you a gold piece to refill it to full Done. buying the various equipment you need <clears throat> the um there is a provisioners uh being as there is a degree yeah, as obviously there are ships that they service uh and there is a, of course uh, and there is actually a an armory of sorts that tends to supply the various uh, more militantly minded ships. Uh, so you are able to get hold of a certain amount of grenades. So I'll say that they have available... Okay. Uh, so they've actually got uh, six grenades on hand, bombs on hand, which are not already spoken for. Which okay. they're willing to shift you. I'll add a lot. Yep, I believe I've said previously that they're five silver a piece. So okay. three gold. Three gold. Okay. And uh, in terms of healing potions, ah, you're in luck. Uh, they recently got a crate in. Of course, those are much more expensive, uh, costing. I believe actually yes, fifty gold pieces a piece because they are magic, literally magic. Uh, and magical items cost a great deal more. That's fair enough. But for the much more princely sum of 300, you could get all of them. All right, or you could buy a couple. I'll take three. Okay. You purchase. So that's 154, 154 gold total. Gold total. I'm actually going right. to save my. I think I'm getting some, but I think I'm going to wait until I know if we need my gold or not. <laughs> to be honest. I was waiting to see if um, if the gold I had now would um, would in any way speed up the production of the ship, but as it won't, then you know, stocking up seems logical. Yeah, I'll probably buy some before we go to the scary pyramid, but I'm going to leave it for now. Yep, yeah, fine. All right. Oh, also, hmm. we sh- <laughs> we were talking about this out of character in the break. In the break, I'm going to say it in character. Um, Clara. <laughs> We should message her. Yeah, yeah we should send we should. Clara. Um, have, has anyone spoken to Savat recently? No. Not since we got back up uh, upstairs, as it were. No, then we should totally message him. We too. should let him know that we're okay and we're coming, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, okay, who first? Clara. Clara. Um, anything yeah, in particular? Or um, just... We miss her. Yeah, we miss yeah. her. We're all okay. We're, um... We're sorry we haven't, um... Uh, spoken to her in a while. Stuff happened. Yeah. Where is she? I mean, it's only been a week, but a week's a long time if you're seven, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh... I'm going to gather all my spirits together. Clara. Sorry. Haven't messaged in a while. Miss you. Bad stuff happened. But all okay. Where are you? You all right? Can dream if want love. A few moments later. Celestia, (coughs) doing well, still up in mountains, (sighs) lots of uses for harpy organs. (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say I'm saying this along with her so that the other two people can hear it. Sorry things went Good. (laughs) Glad you're better. Sleep. I'll come to you. Well, Well, at least least she's alright. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds okay. That certainly set my mind at ease. Yeah. Yeah. When it's nearer the time... We should ask her if she wants what she to wants to do. Yes. I mean, I mean she, she may well she's say going, no, but... Yeah, she I says she's going to dream to us, so it might not yeah. be worth wasting another sending. No. No, I meant nearer the time, once the, the ship's ready. No, we should ask oh, her well. before, because she's up in the mountains and it might take her ages to get here. We should put that yeah. to her soon. Because if it's going to take her a month to get here... That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess whoever she dreams to... Yeah, we'll ask her. Yeah. Because it could be any of us. It'll probably be you. Not necessarily. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how she... I don't know if she does it the same as me. We don't usually... Well, I say we don't usually... We haven't all slept at the same time because of practicalities for quite a while now, but if we were all um, uh, sleeping at once... Could that work? Mm, not with how I do it. Hmm. People don't... This is all a guess, obviously, um, from what I've seen, but just because people are sleeping physically in the same place, it doesn't mean they're in the same part of the dream fold. Well, that makes sense. I mean, we kind of saw that, didn't we? Well, you know, like causing 
But like when I came to see both of you, like Scamp, you're in that weird cave place and causing you at Barnacle Point. Like people dream in different places. Yeah. I assume that you would have been sleeping in the same place, but I guess if I'd gone to you, you wouldn't have been there together. You know, you, you your yeah. minds were separate. Puts a whole new um, spin on the term having one's mind wander, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Glad she's alright though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We should get going, shouldn't we? Yeah, well, yeah. we should send to Savat. Oh, Savat, yeah. <coughs> Shit. Um, what do we want to say to him? Um, not kidnapped, for a start. That's <laughs> probably a good way to Safe. start. Safe. Back topside. <laughs> yeah, um, so we want to get across that I'm not kidnapped, um, we're back up, we're in delay. Having to Alison. Yeah, yeah. Status. Um, yeah, what's happening at his end. Um, I'll go for. I guess I'll go for the sending mage, who's who I've gone for before. Yes. Yeah, I won't go for yeah. him because he won't be there. Um, How's his neck holding up? <laughs> I gather my spirits together. Message Savat Celestia Stardust. Not kidnapped. <laughs> Above ground. Delay. All okay. En route, Alessant. How's revolution? <laughs> How's throat? Everything okay? Anything you need from us. The spirits go, and a few moments later... Celestia Stardust. Left message reads, Celestia. Hope... You are, uh, you are well. Throat improving. Can speak. When you get this, come to Alessant. We should speak privately. Savat. Hmm. Again, I say this along with the mage. Hmm. Speak privately. Well, there's something going on, isn't there? Yeah. And something you can't just put in a sending. Well, again, at least he's uh, alive and on the mend. And able to speak. Yeah. It'd be nice if you could send to him directly. I know, but I just... Courts of Justice is probably where he is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Seems a bit pointless. The, the fact that he wants to uh, speak privately probably um, means that he doesn't want to run the risk of A, having it be intercepted, because we know that can happen now, Yeah. but also mm. um, probably something that just cannot be put into uh, sendings. Like, I wasn't going to uh, uh, try and even attempt to summarise what happened in the Underdark to Molly. Mm, <laughs> some things are a bit long. Yeah. You know what? We should actually tell him when we see him. We should tell him that I can do the dream thing. Yeah. Because That's... we're going to be away in Sunder for a long time. Yeah. 
and certain but things sending is hard for we should tell him to send if he wants to meet up with me at any point we should look for a circle in Sunder well that we was should. what I was uh, suggesting yeah. if we can find but, I mean, that there's a, a circle in... yeah. that's the wet place yeah if you can scry for such a place uh, it might not tell us exactly where it is but it will g- give us maybe an idea I don't know if that would work that would be specific enough. Well, you know? could you could... scry for objects? All right, could you mm. um, scry for um, the Your last location. person to construct one of those circles at the point of its completion in Sunder? Oh, yeah. Or the last person to use one in Sunder. Yeah, even better. We could give that a go. Yeah. That might give us a sort of time. If there isn't when they one, then that answers a question for yeah. us. When we're not travelling. Yeah, tonight well yeah, when we sleep next. Yeah. That right. might be a good idea. I mean it might be horses. that it's it might be that it's like an anonymous room somewhere, but fuck it, you know. Could be useful. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um do you want to make some weird monstrosities for us to ride on? Yes. Uh, this one is going to be called Brian. Yes, perfect. I'm going to call mine Robert, regardless of what it looks like. So do with that. I'm what going you will. to make a Robert. Perfect. <laughs> you make a pair a Brian of Brian and Robert horses that do strangely look like they fit the names Brian and Robert. <laughs> uh. And you set out, preparing to ride north. I've never seen a horse with glasses before. (laughs) And uh, over the next day, you make fast, scarily fast as ever, time resummoning your horses every hour, before eventually pitching your camp and resting. It looks like it's in disguise with those glasses. It's the moustache that unnerves me, I'll be honest. No, I quite like the moustache. I think it'd be scary without it. It weirdly suits it, which it shouldn't for a horse. Hmm. No, it looks quite distinguished, I think. (laughs) Out of character laugh. You settle around the campfire for the evening. Preparing to rest... What is the order of your um, of your watches? Um, I'll take first watch. I'll and take second. Actually, while we're talking about sleeping, as we've started sleeping in the same room again, this would be a thing. Celestia's been having nightmares. Yeah. Like, pretty obvious oh. bad ones where she's been waking up a lot, like, mm. looking panicky. And gets a bit weird around the fire, actually. Kind of doesn't want to be too near it. So yeah, text first watch. Because can't sleep. So who's taking second? I will. Okay. Celestia. You gather yourself together a certain distance from the fire. Close enough to still get some of the warmth, but not too close and you begin your watch 
I'd like you to give me both a perception check and a wisdom save. Ooh. So this is a perception check. That is a 15. And the wisdom save. Oh, that's cocked, sorry. Uh, the wisdom save is a flat 10. Shadows dance with the flames. Every now and again you sway, you catch something out of the corner of your eye, but you're alone. And it's quiet, you've chosen a secluded point with cover in a nearby copse, in a copse of woods not too far from the road. I guess detect thoughts and have a look around. See if I can detect anyone other than Scample Cousin. Nothing else comes up. Just for a moment, you swear you see a figure between two trees, but when you look, nothing there. Just the light flickering. Yeah, there's a lot of looking around at things that aren't there for the rest of the watch. Eventually a watch comes to its end. And you wait, Corson. Uh, don't know if I'm losing it, but I swear I saw someone over there. But over where? That way in the trees. But it it could have been a trick of the light. I don't I don't know. Or I could just be really paranoid. Well, again, not blaming you if you were. I'll um, keep an eye out for anything. Yeah, do. Um, actually, if we're all um, stuck here, he's just going to do primeval awareness. Okay. See if there's anything within, yeah, I not, assume, I a mile. Okay. You sense, as ever, the roaring presence of the tide. Beyond that, just trying to think of what you'd sense. Nothing else. No, nothing else within a mile. Alright. He is going to keep his blunderbuss handy. Give and me uh, a perception check as you take up your watch. Yeah. 18. The shadows flicker in the trees, but they're just shadows. Hmm. Watches Celestia eventually falls asleep, tossing, turning. Hmm. It's troubled. Celestia. You dream of cords, silk webs and fire and a crackling burning crisping the dreams are incoherent fragmentary going and there's there's not pain but there's all of the panic and fury and terror 
of it until you feel a hand grasp you by the shoulder and pull and you I panic and grab them like they're fighting me <laughs> okay give me uh, give me an athletics check because if you're grabbing them that's not good thankfully that's a, a five I think I mean, they're gonna roll they actually have low okay they manage they you you're incoherent you're panicking they just manage to pull you out and onto the edge of the uh, and, and onto an open deep pile rug and you look around and you see there is a fireplace next to you with crackling flames that you look Step as if you've been it. pulled out of it and there is a cozy looking cottage with a bookshelf full of books the words on the spine don't make any sense they're all jumbled up in weird ways uh, and there's a couple of rocking chairs there's a little china pot with some tea which has a little bit of wisp coming up as if tea and there's a young girl blonde blue-eyed, uh, wearing a blue dress Clara. You look like you were. Looked like things were pretty bad there for you. Yeah, sorry. Um. It's okay. Have um. She gestures to. Uh, ro- to the rocking chairs. They're cushioned. Have a have a seat. Do you want? This looks comfy. Thanks. Um. I found. Um. I found someone who was having a nice dream and. Move them into someone else's dream for a bit so we could That's borrow mean. this. I mean, maybe, but I put them in a nice dream. Okay, it's all right then. Um, I don't want you to put someone in a bad one. That would feel mean. No, no. This one's nice, though. She gets the cup, cup of tea and pours you a couple of small I think it's everything that drowsy is. Cups. It's, it's lovely, warm, like cinnamon spice and apple spiced tea. And it's just that sort of perfect cup of tea taste. This is great tea. Thank you. She sits down in the other Sorry, chair. Sorry, I'm a fucking mess right now. It's okay. Someone set me on fire last week, so... Oh. I'm alright, don't worry. I mean, physically. I, um... She glances a little awkwardly at the fireplace can't do a lot about that. Yes. I have not figured out how to really... It's fine. It's a fireplace. I, c- I can get something from someone's dream and bring it into another dream, but... Uh, you can't move things quite yet. No. I think there's ways to do it, but... There I'm, are. I'm I, working I can do them, so you must be able to eventually. She nods. How are you? Pretty well. Um... Pretty well, actually. Turns out, um, Olga was owed some favours by a couple of ogres. Right. So, um... That sounds terrifying. No, they were they were pretty happy to hear she was dead. Yeah, I can imagine so. Um, 
Then one of them tried to eat me, and then I had to use some of her potions on them. For fuck's sake. Um, but then they seemed to realise that wasn't going to fly, and now we've got a more equitable relationship going, and I sort out, you know, one of them's got some, pr some pretty bad... Um, Pox and she makes a downwards gesture. Oh shit! So so I'm treating that, and they're you're get... seven. She shrugs. You're also a doctor, I suppose, aren't you? Kind of. It's nothing that it isn't in the book in the te in the books I've read. Fair enough, I suppose. But bigger, a lot bigger. Oh no, Clara! <laughs> she look, she she smokes a little. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm going to get weird about that when I get older. Who knows? <laughs> Sorry, it's medical, isn't it, really? She shrugs. Anyway, there's some, st there's a, there's some stuff I make for that, and they get things for me, including harpies, as it turns out. Hmm. Anyway, I'm doing okay. Good. The others are missing you. They send love. She smiles. I'll, um, I'll check in with them. I'm sure Scamp would appreciate the visit. They miss you. She a lot. No, I'm, I, I will. If you want to talk about it, we've got time. Um... I got kidnapped by my family. Uh, they're really quite awful. We did fuck them up. Right? <laughs> We've caused them a lot of problems. Hopefully they're going to be occupied for a while. But, um... I think... Maybe I'm really, really paranoid now. I keep thinking I see them, uh, or just people over my shoulder. And all my dreams are about fire. And I don't really think I'm okay. And I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be at a point where I'm not looking over my shoulder. Because even if at any point they're all dead, there'll still be somebody else coming after me. Uh, so things are good, but things are not good as well. Clara is quiet. I mean, we, <laughs> we've got a campfire going up there, and even that made me feel a bit weird. I suppose it's only been a few days. Clara is quiet, and she sips at her tea and looks quite small in the big chair. 
there's a moment where you remember that smart as she is, brilliant as she can be, she doesn't have the same life experience as some people that she talks like, almost, and that you're used to talking to. But after a few moments, she says, You got me out, the three of you, got me out of the worst place in the world. <laughs> I don't know what to do, but maybe scamp and cause and will. I'm maybe sorry, you're they... seven. I shouldn't be telling you this shit, that's too much. She smiles sadly and sips the tea. I think we're long past that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we've got a ship in the works. It'll be about a month. But we're gonna, um, we're gonna head to Sunday. You're very welcome to come if you want. We'll be picking Coulson's family up in Meadmere first and then heading on from there. How long will it take you to get to Sunder? Uh, I think about three months, someone said. It's a while. But you're very welcome to be in the crew if you want. So with going to Sunder, going to Meadmere for... She puts the tea to one side and tilts her hand upwards. And in the palm, without puff of smoke or anything, just there where it wasn't before, is a small black stone. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I could meet you there. You think? The pact that Olga wanted to help me make, it was to unlock the powers of this quickly because we needed it. But one of the <laughs> powers of the Heartstone is to find the secret paths between places. Okay, so you could like cross a sea? She frowns. Olga only recovered some of Fingersnap's writing on it. And she held a lot of what was important to her in her head because why well, write things down if you've got a hag's memory? Yeah. But from what, from the notes Olga left and I, I find myself think, wondering if maybe she only left them for me, or for someone like me. Maybe. Finger snap studied the ways of the gnomes. <laughs> she knew that the heartstone tied into it. And there's long been rumors of a way uh, that gnomes know or ways to travel quickly, secret ways that involve dreams. Yeah, they travel through the dreamfold, don't they? She nods. That's we the word. We did it with, um, with Fighty once. 
You know, the mad old tailor. Yeah. We, um... We went in in the middle of the big great forest of Meadbear and we came out in... <laughs> in fucking Jimothy. <laughs> a town in the mountains where they all sing. I know this sounds like a drug trip, but it did actually happen, I promise you. That does sound like a drug trip. It did happen. <laughs> but okay. I know I take a lot of drugs, but that one did actually happen, no I promise you. Um, but No way. I remember this. Jimothy. There was a reference to Finger Snap being thwarted or being frustrated by someone called Jimothy centuries ago. What, the adventurer? Yes. Yeah, that'll be him. Yeah. He's the guy who made the town. He managed to wangle out of a deal with her or something. Fucking hell, are you telling me the town of Jimothy exists because of finger snap? Because that's just like a lot to take in. Maybe it exists because someone managed to get one over on her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his whole thing was, you know, protection for Jimothy was in the contract. So he just called the town Jimothy and everybody in it Jimothy and then they were all protected. Actually, that does sound like a hag deal that went south, doesn't it? Now you come to think of it. Yeah. Anyway, um... Is everything because of hag deals? No, it doesn't sound like it. It seems like the protection stopped her from getting to him, so mm. maybe it was that would make with sense. other things. Anyway, I don't I don't know the details. This is something <laughs> Mad, yeah. that's very sketchy, but there are it sounds like Olga wrote that Finger Snap said it's like a game of Haldonic Whispers, um <laughs> the there were a handful of very few places where you could move safely between. Portals. Yes. Yeah, we came through a portal. But there's only a few of those. Mm. But they, but, but they actually appear all the time, but only for a few seconds. Ah. They're, and they're very subtle. You don't always see them. But if you're in the right place at the right time, if you know when they're coming, you can get in and you can get out somewhere else but if you don't time it right it's a problem yeah <laughs> i don't want you hurting yourself the hearthstone if i can figure it out will let me figure it will let me come here in person okay in a way that i'm where the way i am now i'm sort of halfway here but i'm not really here mm. But I can come here in person, and if I can come here in person and figure out the right way to come back, then I should be able to move as the gnomes do. They they, they know the best of them. They know the tricks to do those quick steps in and out. Mm -hmm. They don't need to find one of the stable. Be careful in the dreamfold. She nods. There's some weird stuff in there. I've seen a lot of it already. If you make, made a pink elephant called Reginald, tell him we said hello, though. He's very nice. He'll help you out. That one actually was a drug trip. But uh, it turns out if you dream something in a drug trip, maybe it just sort of happens in the dream vault and is then real. That's a really what? scary implication, actually, isn't it? Oh, dear. Gnomish brandy. Weird stuff. She sips at her tea. <laughs> I take a sip of tea too. 
So you think you can meet us in Sunder? I think it'll take me six months, but... Okay, yeah. you can just come on the boat if you want to. I need access to Olga's notes. I but need access to her tools. Okay. If I'm ever going to figure it out. Okay, but don't do the thing where you have to make a huge sacrifice and hurt yourself to use it quickly, all right? We'd rather wait. She nods. Oh, no, I, I know how to make a huge sacrifice and use it quickly. I've still got the instructions for calling up the Lord of a Thousand Eyes. Yeah, I just feel like that's something that you should never, ever do. Yeah. This sounds terrifying. Uh, and I should go. Alright. Lovely to see you. Stay here. I think I will. It's good tea. It's a good chair. It might get a little weird, but it'll be better than fires. Oh, yeah. And the three of you brought me out of a bad place. Maybe the other two can help with you. Thanks. She gets up and puts down her cup of tea. Look after yourself, all right? We all love you. Impulsively steps forwards and gives you a quick hug. I sort of, I'm picturing that I'm still in the chair, so yeah. I sort of fold her into me. Visit Scamp soon. I miss you. I'm gonna go to them after this. Alright. She walks up the little steps and out of the door. You rock in the chair for a few moments. Dearie, you've not had nearly enough cookies, have you? And an elderly human woman you have never seen comes down carrying a plate full of cookies, uh, starts topping up your tea. Uh, no, uh, fuck it, we're entire. <laughs> Take some cookies and drink and the tea. And you spend the rest of the night having someone else's dream about their kindly grandmother? I just go with it. <laughs> like, it's relaxing, but weird. But a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> Scamp. Yes. As you charge valiantly across a landscape uh, where all of where instead of grass, it's just quilt, uh, sewn quilt, uh, blanketing. On the back of a horse, also made of quilts and blankets, uh, against what appear to be sour gin, but they're made of sugar, like <laughs> like sugar plum type sugar. Uh, you notice another figure cantering beside you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, she looks around. Wow, you like sugar. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit worried about the floor and the horses being the same material. Is the floor made of horses or is the horse made of floor? <laughs> he glanced back and Jeffrey, uh, who is riding on the back in a tiny little butler's outfit, shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? We should pull these horses up, otherwise well, we're going to hit the sugar people. 
The sugar people sort of glance to each other. Go away now! They sort of mime talking to each other <laughs> and wander off to a wall which is made of blanket. It's like a half wall, like just at arm height. And they start leaning on it. Some of them pull out rock sugar pipes and light them. And there's like little candy uh, floss uh, smoke which comes out. And oh, they... like in stop motion. Yeah. <laughs> and they just start having... They, they, they have an entirely silent sort of like smoke break and start... <laughs> Like, like they're waiting for the action <laughs> oh, to resume. Uh, well, the wall is also the same material. You oh glance well. up. The sky is is denim. It's like a blue denim sky, and there is a. We don't even stitched... have denim yet. <laughs> uh, denim exists. Yeah, okay. It does, but it won't actually be blue. Yeah, blue dyeing denim doesn't. No, 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 it should, it's quite new, but it does exist. It's mostly popularized over, uh, at this point it would be in Sunder. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a blue, there's, I'll say a blue cotton sky and a giant yellow button for the sun. <laughs> huh. Huh. <laughs> so I'm well. How Good. are you? We've had a hard week, but uh, getting better. Sounded. I talked to Celestia about it. How is she? She's not good. She's having a lot of nightmares about fires. Oh, it's all the nightmares. I didn't want to say anything unless she wants to talk, but I don't know. Maybe I should. I think maybe you should. I think you and Corson need to help her. I left her with someone's grandmother, though. <laughs> She's drinking a lot. And smoking a lot. Clara looks downcast for a moment. And I know it makes her feel better, so I don't want to stop her, but... I know it's bad for her. I don't... I mean... I know what... I know what Papa would say. It's her choice. She can smoke or drink herself into oblivion if she wants. And I know what Olga would say, which if for some reason she was inclined to help you, which would be, Oh, you should break her bottles and throw them into the sea and steal her pipe. But both of those sound pretty wrong. Yeah. I don't think there's an easy option. I think you... I think you just need to be really good friends and with her and... try and talk her through it. We'll try. <clears throat> Do you want to come on our boat with us? I was, um... actually thinking I might meet you there. You can be ship's doctor, though, if you want. You've got... Well, I guess if Corson's going to be the... He's going to be busy captaining and quite a few of his patients die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. She frowns. I mean, he's a very, he is a very good doctor. I'd like to, but... You've got things to do. 
She nods. That's alright. And I can come visit pretty easily. Alex to do a new thing, but I don't think it works in dreams. But I can make messages in people's heads now if they're nearby. I can't do it over a long distance. You should Otherwise be able to I, do it here. Um, mostly I'm using it to say bums in people's heads, if I'm honest. I've not found a good use for it beyond <laughs> that. <laughs> bums. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good use. It is. What's the point of magic if it's not dumb? <laughs> also, I made a giant statue come to life and squash people. <laughs> That's the other end of the scale of the magic. There's the bums, and then there's the giant spider statue. She looks conflicted by that statement. I don't think it's got to be a giant spider, but I can make make things come to... They're not properly alive, but they'll attack and stuff if I want them to. That's kind of scary. But cool. Hmm. Cool, but scary. Yeah. But hey, I guess that's, <laughs> that's two of us. <laughs> You're very cool. So are you. I have I don't think ogres you're scary, now. Though. You have ogres! What do ogres look like? They're kind of like really big people and they're really ill tempered, but I think one of them was ill tempered because they have. Like a Celestia! <laughs> a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> but bigger. Big and ill tempered. Meteor <laughs> and with sore and with sore private bits. <laughs> she glances side to side. Do you want to know a secret? Yes. So, um, they were really mean to me. Oh. So, uh, after I threw a few bottles of things at them and got them to calm down a bit. I told them I could um, cure their uh, itchy bits. <laughs> and I will, but have I put itching powder into the stuff they rub on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's really clever. <laughs> I made a demon as well. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, I don't think I made it. You know, the, the skulls I've got. She nods. Something lives in them, and I gave one a body for a bit. Ooh. And it threw fire and clawed people. It wasn't very nice, but it did what I said for a bit. A bit. She frowns and nods. Olga said there were wet. Olga's notes had a lot of <coughs> ways to um, talk to some spirits if you can't see them. But they have to be specific ones. But she said that there were ways, if you knew what you were doing, that you could 
you could make them make them flesh as it were a bit um there's two ways to do that there's one way where you make them flesh for a little bit and then it all goes away and that's the way where you kind of it's like you it's like you know when you blow up blow up a pig's bladder and you kick it around yes it's like they're the air in the bladder and then you make a bladder and then blow them into it and it lasts until it pops ah that sort of makes sense but then there's the other way where you give them a body which is really real which you didn't make and then they make it their own no I don't like that one I think they can do that one but that's stealing she nods Usually it has to be some... Usually it has to be a body that's yours. But... The rules are weird and how that works. Oh. And they can keep those for a long time. Oh. Anyway... Anyway! (laughs) See both... Glance away from that for a moment. Do you want to eat some... The only edible thing here is sugar people. Oh, that feels mean. Do you want to fight them with pretend swords? Yes! Let's do that! You look around and there are a pair of pretend swords. They're like little wooden cross ones. And you pick them up and you ride them against the figures who quickly come off their smoke break and (laughs) start presenting a fight. At one point, one of their arms just comes off. And they sort of... The the rock candy figures sort of roll... They they sort of roll their head as if they're rolling their eyes, throwing a hand up to the air, pick up the arm and offer it to you. Ooh! I run off with it. You run off with it. Clara knocks off someone's hand. They hand it to her. And the pair of you cluster, <laughs> uh, run off. And she goes like, I mean, why not? Gives it a lick. It's actually quite good. <laughs> I want to try. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a really strong raspberry sweet. But it's also an arm. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fox's glacier mint arm. <laughs> Do you have Fox's Glacier Mints overseas? Tweet me. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's this whole dream is weird and a little disturbing, <laughs> but the pair of you do end up playing for some time until eventually you awaken. Uh. And you all, uh, and uh, as you are shaken awake by causing for the night for the remainder of your watch and eventually morning comes you gather yourselves together how are you all doing actually when you wake right Uh, by the way 
roll a, an addiction check, Celestia, because you didn't have any opium the previous night because you didn't don't actually. you don't dream when you have opium. Um, it's a success actually, so I'm down to four. Okay. Yeah, the lethargy is still there, but reducing. Over the last half a week, it's it's like you've got a bit of a constant low-grade ache. Mm. And it's harder when you get active to get the same buzz. Yeah. At times. Except, of course, when you smoke opium. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I look a bit tired and weird and quietly make some coffee. As Corzin's getting up, he uh, says to the other two, You know, I've been thinking, being as, well, assuming there isn't some uh, hugely pressing thing to deal with when we get back to uh, uh, Alison, I think it is, or even if there is, I think it is a good idea for us all uh, to make some plans for what we want to do while the uh, ship is being completed. Because it looks like, while we still have stuff to do, there is time enough now where we can actually plan to do some, you know, actually nice things. Well, we've got a big scary pyramid to go to. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should see what the situation is in Alessant before we start planning too much. Yeah, we should. Speaking of which... Um made up with Clara last night. Did anyone else? Yeah! <laughs> oh, but as you're having say? this conversation, you're kind of clustered into your tents because while it is a, a dry day, it is cold and there is a very strong wind that's blowing throughout. Hmm. Uh, yeah, she's going to meet us in Sunder. Whoa, all right. Um, how's she going to do that? fast travel thingy that Olga gave her, remember? She was... I think she's working out how to use it. Alright. She... Sort of gnome ways. Yeah. All I don't right. understand, so, but... It's a plan, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, definitely Dreamfold related. And I mean, mm. she's getting better. She moved where I was. Well, that's encouraging. Is she doing alright? Just generally? Seem like it I to me. So. All right. How how is everyone doing? I was going to ask that myself. Uh, I know you're not sleeping well. No, we've both noticed that. I think. Sorry, I hope I haven't been waking anyone up. No, but I no. think we're um, we've a right to be uh, concerned and ask if there's anything we can do. I don't know. Well, all the more reason to plan on uh, doing something actually nice, because we've had some serious shit the last couple of weeks, and, you know, Regent knows what else, but we can't keep just staggering from crisis to crisis. Yeah, we've got to make some time for, you living in the middle of all that. Yes, of course. Yeah, honestly, um, I keep dreaming about being on fire. Oh, you poor dear. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do about that. Also, like, I was sure that people were, like, looking at 
looking at us while we were around the campfire, I kept thinking I saw things. Might be losing it. Well? No, you've had a hard time and your brain is thinks it's in danger. That's That's kind of understandable. Yeah. I mean, it'd be crazy to think otherwise, really, but, mm. um... Clara told me to tell you. Well, good on Clara. I'm not good so at feelings. Well, yeah, you are. Not my You're own. a lot. <laughs> well, they're always the hardest. You're a lot better at feelings than, well, quite a lot of the drow I've ever met. Which I know that isn't saying um, uh, all that much, but believe me, it's to your credit. Mm. I freaked out in the pub the other night when someone came over as well. That's something else I should probably tell you. Yeah? You looked in her brain, I sort of guessed. Yeah. I just... I don't know, I have this feeling like people are following me. It's probably because of all the people following us. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well. But yeah, something, something nice at some point in that month would be really good, actually. I think it's important, you know, because, well... For time to do the healing that it is purported to do, I think you've got to fill it with stuff other than the things that caused the hurt in the first place. So, let's let's get on and this do that. This is honestly so alien to me. Huh. I know that sounds weird, but like... Well, you come from a place where this kind of vulnerability is pounced on. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's... And people don't talk about things like healing and doing nice things to feel better. Just sort of, um... Get beaten up, literally or figuratively, until you're done crying about it. Uh, it you see, um, uh, Corson's fist clench slightly and then he uh, lets it go. And, um... It's, it's just really weird. To... Have people well, to talk to. I forget that I can tell you if I'm not okay. <laughs> and it's nice, we would isn't want it? You to. to have. Mm. I mean, I know how you feel a bit. It's different. Yeah, I mean, but... we've all been. You've you've been through all sorts of shit. And there was no one to talk about it before to before you. Yeah. At all. Yeah, yeah. I've I've tried to be better with that, with um, checking in with both of you, because you know we live. Utterly mental lives sometimes. We Most do, of the yeah. time, in fact. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I. I think. Well, I feel a lot better now that we're um, we're all back together and above ground, and you know, imminent death is not staring us in the face. <laughs> Honestly. And it feels nice to have I'm... plans, but I think that uh, you know it's important to have. Like I say, plans for for good, jolly things. Yeah, and honestly, since I met the two of you, I've slept properly at night. I mean, it took a while, but I didn't before. 
because you can't because it's not safe. Mm. Yeah. It was never safe. Oh, if... I mean, different situation, but same thing, I understand. Yeah. Well, that's something it takes to... a while. Yeah. You've got to accept that. I... It does. Yeah. But I'm the really fact of the matter sleeping. is, it happens. You scamper proved it. Huh. As you've proved a number of things people thought to be impossible. Yeah. But I didn't get a good night's sleep before I met you. Ever. I'm glad you do now. You deserve it. Yeah. It takes time. You will wake up thinking you're under attack and that you need to be ready. That will happen. But hopefully, if it does, we'll be here and we understand. It's just your brain trying to protect itself. Very wise, you know. No. Experienced. Sometimes there's scarcely a difference, Scamp. Are you okay? Just while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Good, because you weren't. <laughs> you said no. as much. No, I wasn't, but... We all weren't. I haven't really thought about it much, but... Alright, well... Even when it's bad, it's better, you know? Yeah. You Sometimes had a real shitstorm. Yeah. It was nothing unusual, though. Well... I'm sorry. When we left that town, we left a hundred other kids like me. With Maybe. the greatest of respect, there's no other kids like you. No, but I get what you mean. and um, uh, No, I I've get just, what you mean, I've, of course. I've had a but... thought. We're going to need uh, ship's boys, aren't we? I don't know why they call them that, because they're never just boys. But we're going to... You know, some kids on that ship would not be a bad thing to help out. There are always a few ship's boys. What if we make some of them kids who don't have anywhere to go? Absolutely. That's... I like that. Yeah. We... Like, you have somewhere to go now. What if we gave some other people somewhere to go? Yeah, we're giving them the opportunity. And what if yeah. we try and make some of the other people, people who are in terrible situations and need to get out? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And, Me too. You know, Pay it forwards a bit, you know? And a crew that looks out for each other, like us, and does well by each other. It's, it's a potent mixture. Hmm. I'd like people on that ship to be happy. Yeah. Or at least safe. <laughs> but yeah, my default is not telling people things. Because um, that wasn't okay. So, um, well, from time, you. yeah, from time to time, then we will try and get in the habit of asking. I like that. That's nice. Try and be good to each other. Yeah. I'm gonna make some horrible horses. They're gonna be the worst <laughs> ones ever. Ooh, make them make one bright yellow. I would, I would like this one's gonna be a Jeffrey. A small furry <laughs> head pokes uh, out of Celestia's backpack. Hello. We had a good poo in there, have you? <laughs> Did you sleep well, Jeffrey? Are you okay? Did you enjoy the jousting? Jeffrey takes a moment. What? 
sharing your story you're so brave <laughs> friend friend yes jeffrey is all right isn't he as far he's... as i can tell he's missing oksana i think yes he's mo- he's mostly missing oksana and he is also seems quite Happy that he has his favourite defecating place back. <laughs> That's a big word. Well done, Jeffrey. <laughs> look in my bag. Oh yeah, there we go. Small cloud of monkey poo comes out. <laughs> Why is it always my bag? It's a sign of his affection. Oh, good. Jeffrey horses. That's important, though. He hasn't um, ever uh, done it in mine, to my knowledge. To no, your it's knowledge. just mine. It's just mine he shits in. <laughs> to your knowledge. <laughs> well, I go through mine occasionally. I'd notice. Would you? <laughs> yes. Jeffrey could have hidden all manner of presents in your bag, Corson. Well, there's a fair few pockets. I'll give you that, but still. <laughs> At the end of this campaign, assuming. Everyone's still alive. Causing it is like finally going through his uh, through his backpack and just finds pocket, just like little secret pockets that you've forgotten about, filled with monkey. <laughs> yeah, at that point it would be like petrified. <laughs> so, with on the backs of Jeffrey and Richard or whatever their names are, <laughs> you complete the last hour or so of the journey up to the. Gates of Alessant. Now, here is a question. Which gates would you like to come through? So you're coming along the River Ale. If you go on the north side, you could approach through the Steel Gate, near, which is the area near the Foundry Quarter, brought uh, close to the sort of Grand Batard, uh, and uh, the old Ducks and Elodies, that kind of uh, bourgeoisie kind of quarter. Whereas, ultimately, you could go through the... If you're on the south bank, you could go along the Weaver's Gate or even around to South Gate, which lead into the uh, slightly better-to-do area around the Courts of Justice. Uh, Shall we go through the one near the Courts of Justice? Yeah, the Weaver's Gate would probably be best if we're going straight to... This is the closest. Yeah, that's where we need to go. You ride up towards the Weaver's Gate, uh, causing you're actually having to hold your tricon down a bit against the wind at times. It's pretty strong. A cold and chilly, blistering wind. And as you approach, um, there is a tenseness to the atmosphere. You can see that there are groups of people uh, around the gate. And it's a guard. It's the guard that you'd expect in the gate. A doubled watch, at least. Lots of people. 
There is no sign of anyone wearing the uniform of the national of the National Guard, though. This uh. gate is staffed entirely by members of the cockade-wearing Alessant militia. I always lose track of which. So is the militia. Side. I'm so so sorry. The, so the National Jack Guard. Yeah, Jacqueline's lot is the militia, cool, and the right. National Guard are siding with the Assembly. Do we trust the militia to let us through without murdering us? No. No, I think we should go through a different gate. Okay. Will it be any different? We should have a look, maybe. Yeah. Might be good to know. Yeah. You ride along to the south gate. There are still some handfuls of the militia here, mostly on the ground, but you see that the gatehouse and the guards outside the gate are wearing the dark navy blue of National Guard. And a rather harassed and nervous looking soldier uh, holds up his hand as you approach on your presumably changed to the normal looking horses. Probably, but yeah. I'm not riding a giant yeah. Jeffrey. Uh. <laughs> you can take a moment to picture how disconcerting that no, must horrifying. have looked. Horrifying, yeah. It's still kind of horsey it's in still my head as well. So like... it's a monkey stretched to the proportions of a horse. Oh, oh no. that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but like, everything's scaled up a bit, so its eyes are way too big. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. in nature, eyes don't get that big. But if you just scale up a monkey, its eyes get massive. Oh, yeah. I hate it's, it. Uh, it's for the, for Cursed 40 mental minutes, image there. just riding an absolute horror. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, it, it, it will haunt your nightmares tonight. Um... In Celeste's case, it will haunt your nightmares while also being on fire. Mm, I, don't imagine, I don't imagine much will get past the being on fire. I think yeah. that's all the dreams are right now. <laughs> the Still, though, the soldier does a hold of her hand. Uh, Alter! <clears throat> uh, please be aware, access to the city is becoming restricted. Papers, please. Yeah, there you go. Give them a Celestia Stardust passport. We should what's be expected. The, uh, what's the restriction? Uh, just, uh, I shouldn't, uh, kind of checks yours, double checks yours. Just a little uh, concerned about letting people uh, so armed as yourself in the city in number, but uh, your papers check out. Okay. Right. What's going Seems on? Seems reassured to see the military coding on some of them. We're friends of the National Guard. Um, is... <laughs> he looks a little anxious. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Eleven. You've uh, not been back to the city recently, Zan. No, we were. It's only been a week. What's happened? <sighs> There's been. Um, it's been difficult. Uh, we've uh, put between you and me. We've we've had to give up some of the other gates to ensure we can to make certain we can hold this one. There aren't enough of us here with everyone that got drawn out to fight on the front. Well, I noticed that the Weaver's Gate had um, uh, a load of militia on them. Same for the others. 
we're holding we're trying to make sure we've got at least one gate that the assembly that the guard can securely hold well glad we made that then there's not been open fighting but you should everything that the papers are talking about who has Tense the situation hmm. who has the city right now the uh, honestly <coughs> honestly hmm. all right the uh, government the assembly still hold the um, courts of justice and that's where the all of the troops that aren't uh, quartered here are at the moment mm -hmm. and uh, a few other strategic locations but the streets we have at best a, a token presence the militia is keeping order and keep order they do where they don't break it themselves mm. 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 well it's not a good place. If there were more of us here, we could put them in their place, but right now they are outnumbering us about 20 to 1. Fuck. Yeah, there's not much you can do in that situation. No. Impressed you're holding as much as you are, to be honest. That's why we've pulled back to hold here. Yeah. Or else we fight. No, no. We are holding South Gate and the corridor between here and the Courts of Justice at this point. As I say, honestly, still fairly impressive with those numbers. Yeah. Well, there's not been open fighting yet. All right. Not proper open fighting, scuffles. Dirty fights. back alley stuff. But the sooner they can clear things up at the front and bring people back the better, provided we still have this capital for them to come and bring troops to. Hmm. Did you hear any uh, news from uh, from upcountry? What's the what's happening with the fighting there? Um. Obviously, uh, everything is going well. It's uh, you know, and all of that. But between you and me, it's actually really is going well as far as I can tell they're holding off with the army uh, against superior numbers and oh, good. there's good news the uh, reinforcements are coming from the south as well so the, for all of the bullshit that the papers are saying about the treaty it's done one good thing the army is more or less united again Something. So, both uh, our side, well, it's all our side now, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Our yeah. side, what was our side and what was their side are coming up now. Um, in fact, he leans in close. I heard they are only a few days away, if that, from the capital. They had to come off course. Uh, apparently there was a um, big supply um, problem. They are, short version is they are entirely out of ammunition. Oh, and they shit. had to go and collect more. There's a uh, ammunition dump uh, in a fourth uh, day or so away. Right. So they are coming back. 
They'll pass by here pretty soon. But they are meant to go head up to the uh, front line. The good news is there are right. plenty enough of them coming. We should have um, at least another 20, 15, 20,000. And that should be enough to really make pushes at the front and retake that, uh, that northern border. Well, that's right. something to hope for, at least. It's not terrible yeah. news. Honestly, all we could do with is more bodies, but uh, the government is not in a position to... <laughs> can hardly put conscription in, at least not without declaring martial law. <laughs> That'd go down really well. <laughs> like Honestly, a bucket of cold could, sick, probably. We could use the bodies. Aww. It's not great. No. Well, thank you for the update, anyway. No, no. Yeah. Nods to your pa papers. I think you possibly outrank me. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> uh, I'm a child! <laughs> honestly, I don't but, have um, rank. If it wasn't for... Uh, he nods to a little... To the fact that scribbled on your there's actually Savat's signature scribbled on uh, as authorizing those. If it wasn't for the president's signature, I'd have assumed you were some of the uh, Chancellor uh, Dumois people. Oh, Jacqueline. That's a f name, yes, I think. So. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, I mean. No, yeah, no, no offense if you like her. No, as I understand it, she used to be in charge of all of the people in your division. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, we need to go and talk to Savat. We yeah. do right now. Best of luck. Thank you. Bang, girl. Anyways, you three, they, go. Uh, they work at opening the gate. The gate, by the way, um, so the gate, uh, it, the south gate itself is arranged as, it's almost a medieval type of gate. It uh, holds back from Proper portcullis. Yeah, so there is actually a portcullis mm. that can be raised and lowered. There are all, uh, the, the portcullis itself is not currently lowered. Instead, there are the two heavy wooden doors which are can be opened or closed um right now they're kind of open a job in a position they can be closed but you can see this the uh the place where the port the solid portcullis can also be lowered and together they would provide sufficient protection against anything short of sustained cannon uh to blast open the gate there's also a gatehouse immediately above it and you can see there's a couple of platoons of uh, musketmen inside providing uh, just providing overwatch essentially to fire out of it either into or out of the city. Is the this the same guardhouse where it we is once created exactly a demon? Yes. the same <laughs> guardhouse where you once created the appearance of a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I can fun. make real ones now. Oh no, that's <laughs> wow! Things have moved on. Things, yeah. things are horrifying. Uh, you find yourself, and as you move along, the the, t the atmosphere continues. There are patrols up and down this corridor, 
uh, this uh, street as you head up, but it doesn't take a lot. But you see many people carrying uh, cockades, moving in groups of three or four at the, at the smallest. And you do see a blonde halfling news girl at one point calling out, Voice of Liberty! One cover! Voice of Liberty! Yeah, go on. Democracy hangs by a thread! She takes you the copper and pass you the paper. Uh, the headline is Democracy Hangs by a Thread. And I'm gonna I it's actually written have a newspaper article. I actually have an Ooh, article if you want to read that out well to the others. Good. Can we attach this as uh, part of the Yeah, thing? I'll make a note to attach it. Yeah, listeners, it will be in the description, but I will also just read it. Um so you cool. don't have to look at it, but if you want to read it afterwards, go for it. Should I just read this to you both so we can Might as well. Yeah. So the headline Democracy hangs by a thread. Ooh. Ominous beginning. Correspondent Messrs. A. Duval. Monsieur. Monsieur A. Duval. My Sulean's not very good, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so it says The fate of liberty teeters on a tightrope over an abyss of self interest, aristocratic corruption, and spineless concession on the part of the National Assembly. Bastards! Wow. I hate this. Fuck you. This pack of politicians stuffed with bankers, tax collectors, and ivory tower intellectuals magnanimously decides what we, the people, should want and need. Their infinite and infallible wisdom. In their infinite and infallible wisdom, one week ago they signed a treaty, snatching away many of the hard-won rights we earned by blood from the bishops and the dukes. It's like Jacqueline wrote this, isn't it? Fucking hell. Mm. This surrender bill will restore the estates of the upper crust, guarantee special ministerial positions for the church, guarantee positions on the judiciary for the nobility and clergy, confirm Sewell's position as lapdog of the Holy Mother in Tyre with special investiture ceremony for the, for the Assembly President. Sorry, it's a really long sentence. And finally, it will it will release the aristos kept securely under lock and key in the capital. I mean, all that is true, but they've made it sound really bad. The embattled representatives trying to fight for justice and for justice and liberty on our behalf were defeated by a slim majority of three, with intellectual with intellectuals, factory owners, and bankers pushing through the surrender bill at the behest of a shrewish teeth child. They've actually used a slur. In the fucking shrewish. paper. Yeah, shrewish. Yeah, shrewish teeth child. Wow. That's really bad. At the behest of a shrewish te- teeth child, beguiling and confusing those not already corrupted with their forked tongue. You don't have a forked tongue. This I have is... so many things they could mention. My tongue is not forked. I mean, like, what is wrong? Also, this is prejudice bullshit. Fucking hell. A mm. so-called with their forked tongue, a so-called expert witness doing the talking for the wordless President Savat. Who knows what inducements or sorceries may have caused them to take such leave of their senses. Wow. Wow. I didn't even do any magic. Bastards. I'm sure you were amazing. I wish I could have seen it. They were. I have no doubt. But this is... You're right, this is... (sighs) There's a bit more yet. In three nights' time, the genteel leeches will be spared Uh from their just punishment and released from the city's prisons. 
The assembly attempted such an act of concession before, removing the noble, the noble prisoners of the Grand Batard, but the brave forces of the Alessant militia were able to intercept them and render them a just trial before the people carried out their well-earned sentences quickly and mercifully with the aid of Madame Guillotine's new device. That was the 20 heads we saw on the uh, gate last time we were Yeah, around. very noble. Ugh. The Aristos release signals... The, the Aristos release signals the first act of the surrender bill, a return to the old regime and the oppressions it brought upon us all. Will we accept the treachery of the financiers and the intellectuals, or will we act? Oh, that's the end. I hate them. I can't believe they use an actual <laughs> racist slur in the paper. That's the bit that's the worst for me. Tieflings are an easy target. Uh, this is trying to um, whip up um, resentment and ill feeling. Yeah. Also, though, I know you said it sounds like uh, Jacqueline wrote this, and I'm perfectly willing to believe that she could have done. But she might have done. She's supposed to be, however um, embittered she is about the um, uh, the result of the uh, the vote, still a uh, loyal member of the government. This is sedition. Uh, I think more importantly, you know, she ordered the the assassination of the president. I yes, think yes, writing she, in the paper is a little bit less. But my point being is the that representatives, we, from what you've said as well. My point being is, if we can link either that or this to her, she's finished. Oh, we could just kill I, her. <laughs> I don't think. Even if it's illegal, I don't think linking it to her will do any good. There's got to be something. I think it'll it? just encourage people who support her. We need to talk to Savat. If we she dies, she becomes a martyr. That's the uh, the long and the short of it, and we don't yeah, need no. that. We just need to make her look bad, really, don't we? Yes. Yeah. That'd do it. That'd be better than killing her, actually. Quite. Anyway, um, if we've seen this, that. I've no doubt Savat has, but. Let's oh, go and yeah. talk to him. And more. Okay. So we go to the courts of justice. Yeah, make your way to the courts of justice and his and you actually see brand new in front in the front entryway of the courts of justice is a kind of out of pl place looking gilded stone archway. Uh, marked with a number of markings just on the interior of the arch in dwarven runes. Uh, there is also a very large guard of the National Guard outside. Uh, as you approach the arch after checking your papers, one of the guards asks, Do you have any magical items or enchantments to declare? Oh, fuck yeah. Loads. Yeah, so many. How long have you got? I've got this thing and this one. Um, this is magic. Yeah, I've got um, this. She pinches uh, the bridge ring. of her nose. There's some, this waistcoat's this stick, magic. This stick's totally magic. Oh, uh, this guitar's magic as We're fun. going to need to <laughs> go through all potions. of them, item by item. I'm going to need you to come through the arch. We'll... And they begin... And it's like airport security, There's a whole ten-minute process. <laughs> because... Uh, who goes through the arch first? I'll go through first, why not? Okay, so all of your magical items just glow with bright colours. And also, peeking out of the little uh, of the little pocket that you're holding it in, there is just a blast of brilliant sort of azure light. Oh, Which hell. almost blinds everyone around. I'll put my okay, so down. you need to take that right out, whatever that is. Let's prescribe focus. 
Okay, we need a mage. Can we get one of the mages? Okay, you really can't take it far away from me because it does terrible things when people do that. But I'll come and let a mage have a look at it. Your 10 minutes extends to 20 minutes. <laughs> as you're essentially uh, the pers- the unfortunate person who uh, got a random check to airport security uh, to go through a full baggage search. However... When it is complete and after a certain amount of uh, jiggery pokery has been through, the uh, you are met by uh, uh, you're actually met by one of the sending mages. You can't remember their name off the top of your head. Was it Louis or no? It might actually have been Louis. I can't remember. Uh, you think his name might be Louis, and he sort of smokes a little. Sorry about that. Uh, That's fair. The good news Can't is, be if, too any, careful, I suppose. if anyone comes in under the effect of a face shifter potion, they just glow right up. Oh, that's I, actually I really you, lovely. Did you just rip that straight out of the um, the mirrored palace? Pretty much. Fair used to be on the front door. Mm. Yeah, actually used I mean, to be the front door. Given everything that's happened, that's sensible. Yeah. Not. Actually, got uh, installed uh, shortly after you left. Well, glad you didn't waste time about it. Especially with why we left, actually. Mm. That sort of, uh, with that and the assassination attempt, uh, that really was the last straw. Ah, speaking of which, let me uh, escort you over to uh, the president's office. I just whispered to the other two. When he said speaking of rich in reply to the assassination attempt, did anyone else just sort of assume he was going to get a gun out, or was that just me? I can follow your reasoning, but I, 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 that wasn't what I this was thinking. Also, I definitely beat him on a draw. Did I mention <laughs> I'm on high alert at the moment? Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he leads you through the back to, uh, to Savat's office. And... Uh, See, Jean-Paul Savat has um, a little bit of a... Uh, he's wearing a little bit of a uh, sort of silk cravat type affair around uh, a high-collared shirt around his throat. And he's got a, actually a few days fuzz again. Hasn't been shaving. Fair. looks up. <laughs> ah. <coughs> Hello. Good How to are you s- doing? Good to see the three of you. Nice to see you too. It's, nice to um, hear you, more to the point. <laughs> yeah, it's especially... Yeah, how's that holding up? A little bit hoarse at times, but it's mostly come back. Good. It's very good to see the three of you. Sorry to uh, disappear on you. No, that's all right. Um, Wasn't would... a choice, I can assure you. Looks to the uh, soldiers. Would you... Um, if you could give us the room, please. Steps out. Uh, they step out, close the door, take a seat, pours himself a brandy, have a drink. Great. I do so. <laughs> oh. uh, don't, sorry, I don't have any milk for you, scamp. Oh, that's alright. Uh, he loosens the um, cravat a little. There's, there's a very light, uh, sort of, very light patch of skin from where the healing took place. Mm, definitely been magic that's happened since yeah. then, I assume. Yeah. Well, 
Don't suppose you've had a chance to read this morning's papers? Yeah. Uh, On the contrary, we have. Uh, Bastards. Mm. I'm not a shrewish. <laughs> you oh, don't well, have a full tongue either. No, but I'd be. But uh, after last time, I might be willing to say you have a silver one. That was. Um, huh. That was really grand work you did there, Scamp. Thank you. And put a hand on their shoulder. Just squeeze a little bit. Shrewish. You're not shrewish. You're he amazing. No. The bridge of his <sighs> of all things, by the way, um, I have a small favour to ask you in particular, Corson. Go on. I have a secret. It's a terrible secret. Hmm? I am completely incapable of effectively shaving myself. Ha! I tried. You see, there's a few uneven patches in the fuzz. Oh. Uh, if I could ask you for a shave after this, please. That's fine. I'm... You're one I'm... of the few people I trust with a razor around my throat at this point, and maybe give me some... If you could maybe give me some pointers for doing it myself. No, that's perfectly fine. I quite understand um, not wanting to have anything uh, sharp near your throat that you're not um, holding yourself. But... He's quite good at haircuts. Yeah, well, it was um, part of being a uh, ship's surgeon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, that's... Uh... I don't suppose you've had much luck with barbers. Uh, it's been a little bit nervous around them lately. Yeah, that's understandable. That's entirely fair. <clears throat> right, was, well, uh, no, I, I can definitely do that for you. Very saddened to find out uh, the assassin did did murder my usual barber. Oh, no. Coming for oh, me. shit. Mm. We hadn't done anything. That's very sad. Indeed. Yeah. Not that you had either, but, you know, no, no, they were completely uh, uninvolved. Did what I could barber. for But, um... Where to begin? Well, you've read the newspaper. Mm. Yeah. The current numbers of the Allison militia are... Pretty bad. ...estimated to be around 40,000. What are, what are our numbers? 2,000. Ooh, goody. The Allison militia isn't as well trained, uh, and their weapons are less reliable, but numbers do count. Yeah. Mm. Um, What's Jacqueline's position at the moment? <laughs> I think you managed to spook her. Solidly spook her. Good. She hasn't come back to the assembly in the last week. Uh. She, I think you managed to convince her that Cosette has talked and that if she sets foot in the courts, we're going to arrest her. Hmm. Well, there's a fair amount to... Uh... Uh, uh, to link it, but I think that if you're going to move on her, you need something concrete. He nods. That's the problem. With Mm. this, and he holds up the uh, uh, paper uh, going around, you need something to utterly discredit her. The good news Otherwise she'll just become a martyr, living or dead. That's sort of the problem. Without her around in the Assembly Conventions, her party's been leaderless. It's been 
politically very convenient in some ways, but the problem is that she's becoming more of a figure outside. She and the militia have taken over the bastard. Made it their, their headquarters after a fashion. Hmm. Um, but she can't, uh, but she isn't coming, uh, she at least hasn't come in. Unfortunately, we've also had our own problems. <laughs> Do you know the biggest one is money? Well, war is oh. expensive. Not just war, the debts. Mm. Saul was already bankrupt when the revolution happened. It's one of the reasons the revolution happened. The crown couldn't pay its debts. So we found ways to settle those debts to keep the country going. But with the concessions that needed to be made, and they did need to be made, regarding the eventual restoration of church lands and the conditional restoration of aristocratic lands, many of our independent backers have pulled out or they're demanding early repayment on the loans because they're worried that we're going to see another financial collapse. Shit. I don't know uh. if you've uh, met or Oscar Schwartz. He's an orc who's big in Porter's cells. Um, did we meet him? I, I've, we definitely heard about him. I don't, I don't know think you've actually, actually met, him. met him. No, um, well, he's no, a person, but I know no. who you're talking about. He's a big backer, and he's himself had to dig into his own pockets to try and help cover the losses of many of the other capitalists, and is himself risking bankruptcy to support the state. The problem is our biggest backer. So, um, the reason I sent the others out is I need to confide something in you. Okay. Your biggest backer? Hmm. Since the beginning, our biggest backer has been the bank. Oh. Well, Golden Grants and Guildenstern? Exactly. I knew they were evil. Well, fucking weird. No, not exactly. They've been bankrolling us. They, the arms that we bought to supply the initial rebellion, the ones we had smuggled into the city from abroad, all of that was funded with Golden Kretz and Guildenstern's money. They paid for the propaganda, for the logistics, the supply. And it was all borrowed from them at extremely generous rates, essentially interest, very nearly interest free, Ah. on the understanding that, well, the way they put it to me when they approached me was that uh, Sewell's collapse would be bad for business, Ah. for everyone's business, and they wanted, and while they weren't terribly concerned with this with uh, how Saul was run, they didn't want Saul to collapse into a full-on depression. Because if it did, it would pull every other nation. It would risk pulling every other nation on Jova into one. I suppose yeah. that makes sense. They are, and they felt that our cause would stabilize Saul and be good for business. Unfortunately, there's been some sort of massive natural disaster in one of, in a place where they have a lot of backers 
And they now need a great deal of cash suddenly to cover costs. Would that be down below by any chance? It's a place called Otto? Otto. Otto. Yes. Yeah, that might be on us. Was it worth it? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm going to not ask any more about that for the moment, but I will need a lot more details. You've got logistics of the Underdark uh, as a result of it. And you have two uh, allies, most likely, who are going to be invaluable should you ever um, have any further dealings with them. Also, there is a fuck lot of money down there, and some places that are not <clears throat> very well defended. Oh. I had a sending this morning from uh, actually not not an, an hour ago from. General Mistson. He said he was making his way here directly by Eagle Relay to speak with me. He mentioned something about an opportunity relating down below. Mm. We'll wait. We'll need to wait to, to hear what he says. It'd be a How good time to pull something. Money. How much money do you need? A great deal of money. Specifically, uh, 4.8 million crowns to cover this year's, this year's deficit. I figure as much. Out of character for a second. How many money do the Rothnalls have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a lot. You suspect that they might have 4 million crowns? You don't know. Don't like, really it have makes any sense. Way of getting it. Uh, but you don't know where they keep it. Mm. Whether it's all in a pot in the uh, in the vault or hidden about places, you don't know. It's definitely been seized by the Empress. <laughs> um, I mean, probably not yet, but it might be. Mm. Oh. <laughs> but that, that, but like, yeah, they're, they're, like that is the level that you're talking about. As one of the forty families, they might well have millions of grants. Oh, it's a crying family. shame. I know someone with that much money, but I've no idea how to get to it. Uh, really though there are a lot of fucking rich families in the underdark and a lot of people uh, in captivity who could do with not being so it might be a good bet well, yeah either way but yeah um, sorry about it too. no no was <laughs> you... the right thing to do though well I have trusted your judgement and it hasn't failed me yet so are you sure <laughs> Please don't cause me to question it at All this right. stage. <laughs> he takes another. He takes a deep draught of brandy and pours himself another. Either way, the eighth. We're scheduled. It's the fifth today. Mm-hmm. On the eighth, we're scheduled to release the prisoners for just that they are free before their trials. It's possible Jacqueline may... Pull a stunt. Kill them all in the street? Yeah. Yes. So we've got a few days, and, I certain, and I'm sure that Mr. will have his own proposal in the morning. Or whatever it is he wants to talk about. That's a tricky one. Can't keep them longer than their appointed term. That looks bad, but if you let them uh, go... Mm. With that many uh, uh, people who resent them around, they're as good as dead anyway. Indeed. 
We've oh, got what? a few different prisons we're keeping them in. Especially now that the uh, bastard is no longer an option. Yeah. So. So what do we have? How can we make her look bad? If you could get Cosette to confess, that would be amazing, but she's pretty solidly... She's not going to confess. Tough not to crack, oh. she kind of made, uh, made it... You can put her under truth spell as much as you like, she's not talking. That's would that do anything anyway? A confession oh, from her would be enough to make a, to make us a, a case for Jacqueline's arrest. Mm-hmm. And would that stop the militia? An iron. Here's the thing. It needs to be. It would need to be something of a fait accompli. But yes, with an iron cast, with a cast iron confession, pinning Jacqueline to the att- assassination attempt on yours truly, then yes, that would be enough. That w- we could sell that. Giselle still has some tricks up her sleeve. We even make her with, look underhanded, and even with that mm. bastard Duval, whoever he is. Uh. writing in the voice of liberty we'd be able yes we could spin that and it would be confusion enough to start to start talking things down but you're right taking down Jacqueline will give us an opportunity if nothing else uh, if it can be done legally what we would want was to discredit her in their eyes yeah she needs to look very bad yeah. But I don't know how you'd do that. Oh, well, we could trial her by media easily enough with the newspapers, but we need... We need the confession and we need it to be real, because if we don't have that, then they can call out as much as they want that they're lying, that we're lying. And if it, trans- and it turns out we are lying, that's it. Yeah. That's the excuse she'll need. So we need a confession out of her. Or what if we get it uh, directly from the horse's mouth? Is there something we can um, uh, trick her into saying that uh, that incriminates uh, Jacqueline specifically? Perhaps the easiest way I can think of is Cosette, but if you could get a confession from Jacqueline, that would do it. What could we do to make Cosette confess? What does she want? I think scaring her or, you know, any of the other horrible things we could do, I don't think she'll give a shit. She's not afraid of dying. No. So we need to... I think it's got to be something... We've got to offer her something. What can we possibly offer her? She's loyal. We know that much. What I'd, if? I'd look in her head, but they slammed us for that last time we did it. What if the uh, option we offer her is, to her mind, the lesser of two evils? She does not want the blood of her own people on her hands. If we can mm-hmm. somehow um, uh, convince her that confessing is going to save the lives of people she cares about, that might do it. Yeah. 
So. But who does she care about outside the militia? We um, can't threaten them, is it? The militia are fine. She knows that. They're, out, also, they're outnumbering the assembly. Not and the assembly, her words National would only Guard. condemn them. Yeah. Oh, difficult. Do we know where Jacqueline is now? Indeed. Indeed we do. She is, as I say, holed up in the bastard. All right. It's become her sort of command centre and war room. I mean, it's a bit of a dirty tactic. <laughs> but it, it occurs to me, right, my first thought in finding out what Cosette cares about was to read her mind, which maybe doesn't speak amazing things for my character. But the thing is, last time we did that, they used it as a reason not to trust yeah. the National Assembly. But I can do another thing. Um, I can go into people's dreams and I can look like anything while I'm there. She wouldn't necessarily know that anything weird was going on bar a weird dream it's not a thing a lot of people can do what do you suggest doing while you're in there people dream yeah just talk to her yeah and people dream about stuff that they care about and she wouldn't have a reason to be secretive she wouldn't necessarily know that anything weird was going on she could just talk how would we convince her to confess that would work the problem is just you read if you were to just pluck the information from her mind it's then, not enough exactly no. there's too many ways that they could claim that you'd faked it or oh yeah but if you could get information on where to find concrete evidence if there were records or yeah anything either where to find evidence or something that she cares about enough that we could use it as leverage. That's the point. You could Those say... are the two things that we that we could do with. Either one of them would do it. Alright. Not, you were not a pro- threat, but something that would encourage her to talk. If you were to pose as Jacqueline and um, ask her um, what the plans are if everything goes south and what Mm. uh, documents need to be destroyed or evidence needs to be suppressed in order to um, uh, destroy any link between her and uh, and Jacqueline, Mm. that might point us in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I I mean, I could make it a bit of a scary dream. Mm. I could go in as Jacqueline and be like, you know, ah, fuck, they've... They're coming for the evidence. We have to go and destroy it and see where she takes me. That's right. a very good idea. You'll need to, you'll need to wait until she's asleep. But that's definitely a, a course of action. Yeah. I think it's the best we've got for now. If that doesn't work, we've still got a bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's at least something you can do over the course of today and carry out any other investigations, any other preparations you want to do. Yeah. I don't suppose Mistson said anything about uh, bringing any troops with him. Uh, it looks like he's going directly. It seems all he right. needs all the troops he can get at the front. It's where 
it's the reason we're sending another 20,000 up there now, though they're actually, uh, annoyingly, they've been delayed by an additional five days because of the need to come and collect ammunition. Uh, yeah, we heard about that. Near, uh, near here. Mm. Otherwise, they would have gone direct and probably already been there by now. That's a bastard, isn't it? It is, but they need ammunition. Yeah, nothing you can do there. Aww. Well. Right. Gorzen, if you wouldn't mind giving me some uh, tips on shaving, and then I'd say begin your investigations. Make any preparations you want to make. Certainly. Let's get you lathered up. Yeah. Causing you spend the next uh, twenty minutes shaving Master Misson and teaching him John Paul Savat and teaching him how to shave Master Misson. Wow, he's here already. Shaving John Paul Savat and teaching him uh, a few tips on uh, how to be a better shaver himself in the future. Oh. See, if you go against the grain oh. here, it takes the whole thing off in one. <laughs> oh. You see, I'd sort of been just sort of like hacking at it a bit at a time. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. It's too many strokes. Ah, I see. Economy of movement. <laughs> Honestly, most of the time people have done it to me. I've just sort of leant back and enjoyed it. But no, you're right. I can see how that would work. It's a silly thing. Whatever. There's always you learn to be fast at jobs like this when you've got uh, like the best part of 200 men to do in a day. No, no, absolutely. Well, my brother used to always do it when I was younger and then... Oh. Just one thing I didn't know you had a brother. Oh, I did. He passed away a couple of decades ago. Oh, a canker of the bowel, but that's the way of these things. Yeah. And um, after he's finished, he sort of claps him gently on the back and uh, says, There you are. Right. Fresh faced again. <laughs> Thank you. Rubs his chin. Now to avoid sinking the country. <laughs> Small matter that. Yes, we'll do, we'll do You'll it. You'll do great. We'll do it twice before supper. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope so. <laughs> you. Are we able to make use of our uh, rooms here again? Ah, yes, of course. I'll make sure that your apartment oh, is available. Sleeping somewhere sanctum. How magnificent! Thank oh. you. So, what are your plans from here? Find where Fighty is. Go visit the Gramani. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right then. I'm going to say on this then. You've kind of made a plan of what to do with Cosette. You have some designs in mind. Would you like to start on those tasks and worrying about uh, and focusing on this this session? Or would you prefer to start afresh with looking for the Gromanis, looking for Fighty and your plan for Cosette next time? I feel like I feel, looking I've, at time, if yeah, we do, if we start a in. thing, we're going to be worrying about time. Yeah, yeah it's I'm about four hours flag, to be honest. So let's say then that as you set out from Savat's uh, office, Savat now fresh-faced and ready for the day, and the rest of you as well, you make your plans and head out to look for your companions. And that is where we are going to pick up next time. So for now, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. 
and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Farballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. I got away, I burned it down, I'll never go back to the town. But threads of past still bind my dreams, I don't know if I'll ever be free. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.